0: During the balance of pro wrestling radio. The Ministry of Slam radio show.
1: we are pre-recorded on the information super highway oh, glorious podcast to you all how you doing tes i'm really good thanks uh lawrence how you doing man i'm doing good podcast listeners, a little exclusive little recording we've got because i'll be honest i forgot to press record at the start of the podcast recording tonight so you've literally just missed our preamble that we had at the start of the show when we said about how our week. how was your week Tez? i'll ask you again was it good <laughs>
2: Yeah, my, my week was good. My week was good. Uh, we had a good show in the week uh, talking about Stephen King on Ministry of Horror and, uh, yeah, really productive. Basically, just doing housework today, man.
1: Um, How about you? It was it was good, mate. We had a good good stream, played, uh, played a bit of Fall Guys last night with everyone in the community, which was really cool. And we had a good busy week. I've sort of had a chilled out week at home with Meryl, so, but it's been good. And uh, so we thought, podcast listeners, we thought we would uh, definitely record a little intro. We didn't want it to all sound a bit weird, but you've literally just missed about five minutes of the live MOS from Sunday so uh we're gonna go straight to the news where we uh, start talking about uh pack versus Shota umino that was for the bit of news from the main mos so thanks for checking out the podcast guys positive vibes to you all and i hope you have a glorious week uh and cheers tez enjoy the show (coughs) we'll go on to our next
2: piece of news (laughs) which is uh (laughs) pack set for first defense of the aew all atlantic championship um, Pack will be making his first defence of the uh, the newly crowned title next Sunday, July tenth, against New Japan Pro Wrestling talent Shoto Imuno. The match is set for a Rev Pro event in Sheffield, England. Uh, Pack became the inaugural champion after winning a four way match, uh, which also included Miro, Malachi Back, and Clark Connors at the Forbidden Door pay per view on Sunday, June twenty
1: sixth. Right. right. So mm-hmm. um, now. This is quite interesting because of the fact it's at Rev Pro. That's quite cool. And I guess... I don't know. I, I think it's quite cool, actually. Like, But why is that not on Dynamite? Why is it already being defended for the first time? Surely the first time this brand new title should be defended on like AWTV. Is this not a sign that this belt wasn't needed and it's just going to be like a nothing belt?
2: So I don't know. I mean, I kind of think that this could maybe be quite a cool, a cool thing to then use on future Dynamites to go pack is set for like his 10th defense after defending it in sheffield england so and so japan all Mm. these other places and then kind of cut to footage of that because i guess then that makes it more of a international title like a touring title almost um so i think actually that it's a title that i've really got very limited interest in because it you know kind of came out of nowhere and no one really wanted it but i guess if they use like a touring title it could
1: be kind of interesting uh, this makes it super cool, says Barclays. That's in Rev Pro. Hmm, maybe a true tour and belt says Barclays. Oh, is it though? Is it? I mean, I suppose that's quite cool as long as they use the footage, like a tour and battle and it shows like highlights. But Dynamite is stacked, full of full of content. How are they going to really cut away to pack wrestling in a terribly lit independent show somewhere? I'd imagine someone they don't know who it is. A show to Umino, of course, he was good on Forbidden Door. But do you know what I mean? I'd imagine it might be more for like
2: packages, like um, like either hype packages or just kind of little cutaways. Um, but yeah, yeah, I guess I guess we'll have to kind of see. I mean, it's very early days, but if they can use it like a proper touring title, it would be quite interesting and unique because we haven't really seen something like that in the big promotions. Um, yeah, I guess wait and see, really.
1: And Baby O says it's, uh, this touring belt will last less than two years, if not sooner. It looks cool. I like the look of the belt apart from the weird flags on it. But, again, I, I, they, I feel like maybe it's not a needed thing. I don't know. I just feel like, was it a bit of a waste of time? Will yeah. they use the footage? Because the program's stacked, and they don't like putting pre-recorded stuff on Dynamite anyway. No, I mean, Christ, the
2: amount, the, the limited time that they give um, Excalibur to talk about all the yeah. matches coming up, you think, are they going to add in any sort of downtime looking at looking at shows
1: elsewhere? Yeah, especially when it's not lit, like AW looks smaller, et cetera. Mm. they won't like that perception is reality tez yeah
2: well yeah i guess we'll see i guess we'll see what they do with the reason
1: why they don't show dark on dynamite well yeah no one's one in a tv dark. studio do you know what i mean they didn't really show it did they
2: no no well i mean i guess i guess it's useful for um the win-loss records you yeah. know because you get someone like marina shafir who has appeared what, a handful of times on, mm-hmm. on dynamite rampage and loses in all those instances, it seems, but at the bottom it will say 79 wins, four losses.
1: I think. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that is quite good, I guess.
2: Um, we've next up got some interesting news. Tessa Blanchard has been advertised for Hurricane Pro Wrestling in Texas. Um, they've announced it for their card on Saturday, July 16th. Uh, Blanchard last wrestled in September 2020 for Warrior wow. Wrestling and was attached to WOW, women of wrestling, but it was reported by Fightful earlier this year that Blanchard was no longer figured into the group's plans. Uh, Blanchard had become one of the main stars for Impact Wrestling, which culminated with Blanchard winning the Impact Championship
1: in January 2020 at the Hard to Kill pay-per-view. Different time, mate. Different time. Tessa Blanchard. What did you think of Tessa Blanchard then? Oh, man.
2: That's... uh... (laughs) In terms of presentation, in-ring like she was looking like she could be a, a new kind of big oh, yeah. potential breakout star you know competing for the men's title like this is when again still wasn't watching impact but it they you know they were kind of making some waves because it's quite interesting yes but then all the behind the scenes stuff came out and the personality stuff yes. kind of came out and it's like oh man she's done herself no favors with you know everything's been reported if it's true I mean I don't know
1: but and it's a shame as well because well it's is it a shame and it's it's not a shame, you know it's a shame because of the wrestling side of the thing because she was like a a great star that hadn't really appeared anywhere big and she could have mm. imagined her now an aew or something like that it could be huge but um you know what everything she said and all the stuff mm, not great but interesting she's back
2: yeah you kind of think that maybe I mean she's also got history, she's got the name so she's got that legacy kind of name Um, you know maybe she could try and make amends or show that she's changed I don't know, because I I never really think unless someone's done something really, really fierce they should kind of be written off or cancelled you know, kind of give them a chance for redemption, but at the same point, this has been two years and I don't I don't know enough to say if she's actually tried to
1: show that she's not the same person. Agreed Agreed. Maybe, but, maybe yeah. we'll see her. Who knows? We'll see Who her knows. elsewhere. What was, what was the company called? Hurricane... Uh, this
2: was... Yeah, Hurricane Pro Wrestling. Hurricane Pro Wrestling. Hmm. I don't know where that I is. I don't know where that is. No uh, idea. Tex- uh, Texas. Texas. Uh, Texas, right. Okay.
3: Is... Well. Wow.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah,
2: well. Yeah, moving on. Uh, Corbin attacks Pat McAfee after WWE Money in the Bank and accepts the SummerSlam challenge. Happy Corbin attacked Pat McAfee following Money in the Bank um, and yeah, accepting the challenge for this year's SummerSlam. Uh, What happened was in the moments after Money in the Bank went off the air, Corbin attacked McAfee from behind and dragged him into the crowd, laying in punches before sending him back to ringside where he laid him out with the end of days. He then yelled that he accepted McAfee's challenge for SummerSlam, which will take place later this month on July 31st in Nashville
1: now the interesting thing about this as well it was that um vince triple h stephanie and pat mccaffrey were at the ufc event straight after money in the bank and pat had a neck brace on <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to sell it always oh, sell it and i think tony khan jim ross were there i'm not yeah, sure Yeah, they were there oh my goodness so yeah um what are you excited about pat, pat mccaffrey versus uh, happy corbin tez
2: I like Pat McAfee, and um, he does seem like he's he's a natural kind of athlete. Yeah, he's been good in the ring for the two times that I've seen him so far. I just never get very interested in Happy Corbin, Baron Corbin, Sad Corbin. I don't know what it is. He's got like a couple of really cool impact moves, but I just I can't ever get hyped for a Happy Corbin match law.
1: No, well I don't either. I I kind of liked him when he was doing that different character of being Sad Corbin or whatever it was uh you know when he had no money and things that was quite good <laughs> a ketchup on his shirt yeah yeah that was quite good but not for wrestling as a backstage funny segment i guess yeah <laughs> Well, nearly funny segment but him wrestling and him against pat mccaffrey maybe not so much i don't know uh,
2: i liked the character in uh, in nxt with the spotlights that he'd step into it's yeah. kind of more of a biker metalhead sort of character yeah. um but, yeah, you, you got to evolve, and I guess that's not really mainstream. Probably wouldn't have fa- fa- featured on the main roster that well.
1: No, and I think the thing is with him as well is that he's – um, I don't know, he's been around for ages, and he's a big dude, and he's never really got this a huge push, has he? So, I mean, I suppose he beat Kurt Angle at WrestleMania, but if that's a big thing, I don't know. I'm... I never liked him. i never liked no. him. No. And they, I don't know why they didn't show this on the event, suppose – Theory winning was a bit of a down and then happy Corbin. Those, those fans must have gone home well pissed off. Theory winning and then happy Corbin beats up Pat McCaffrey. <laughs> let's go watch UFC.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I, d- I don't know who the fighter was, but did you see um, someone came out to the Undertaker's music? Oh,
1: did they really? I didn't see that.
2: Yeah, it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. Um, we've well, Next up, a little cryptic teaser aired during Money in the Bank. Um, A cryptic video aired during the Money in Bank event Leading to speculation Over who the video was for Prior to the the match for the Smackdown Women's Championship A vignette aired showing imagery such as Gold medals, taped glasses uh, A license plate that appeared To read Latino Heat Armbands similar to what the Hardy Boys Used to wear A crow and a cross
1: Sting Nah it's not sting Uh, What do you say Ted what do you think uh
2: yeah i mean i i thought it was pretty really cool i thought it was like okay they're doing something that has me interested i mean i know who it is but it's still it who was cool. it's uh, edge it's edge Ah, uh, it's got to be edge mm. it's got to be
1: yeah i guess because he's fought the dudleys and the hardies etc
2: yeah eddie kurt angle that i think the the wings or the crow wings were similar to what he had on his throne right judgment day on the video behind him right um so yeah i reckon it's him coming back to get revenge okay interesting would it probably would have been a bit more impactful if any of the judgment day were on the pay-per-view
1: yeah none of them were and uh, yeah god they've gone off the boy haven't they yeah. <laughs> damien priest and finn Balor. they've been on telly for weeks um yeah edge that's a bit weird is he going to be doing some weird weird like gothic thing again i don't know it's a bit weird and so, so also, I mean, let's be honest. Did he, did he have this this time with this video producer booked before he got beaten up by Judgment Day? And he thought, crap, I need to use this. So I might as well use my Judgment Day budget that I've already spent on making my own little promotional video. Because I mean, he only got beaten up two weeks ago, two three weeks ago. Yeah, and you, know, you, mean, you know, you're in the film, you're in the film industry, Tes. That often with these sort of things. Uh, it takes a good period of time. You have to, you know, book these things in weeks in advance. So I've got a theory that he had this booked in for a new judgment day promo. And I was like, shit, um, what should I do? Oh crap. I must uh I must quickly uh use it and just film something for myself. Film some light bulbs, film some yeah. Dudley Boy's glasses and the Eddie Guerrero number plate. Uh you know, just because just, I 'cause I've got I've paid for it now, I might as well use it.
2: He went through a shoebox of memorabilia and was like, Yeah Yeah, that's Dudley's uh th- those are my wrist things from Halloween for the Hardy Boys. Yeah, yeah, I'll chuck that in. That yeah. would be fine.
1: Because otherwise it's wasting money. You know, you can't you can't be wasting v- valuable filming time, schedules.
2: Time is money. Um and you know, it's not just him on set. There's gonna be the director, the DOP, Grips, um, you know, all he would have lo- other people. he would have lost a
1: deposit at least, and you can't mm. be doing that
2: oh exactly i mean they'll be fine they'll have been paid up front so you know that they've got some insurance to cover it but he yeah. looked like a plum yeah He'd right. have been blacklisted in the and industry he would, he would have
1: and they wouldn't be able to film any more edge promos
2: yeah wwe productions would be like no 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 edge you've 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 taken the piss my friend
1: <laughs> why are going to AW he going to be the new leader of the dark order from king and gruff say hello gruff and oh, uh dark
2: order's got to be dead now isn't it really
1: I don't know. Well, what, it... The next next story le- leads into it, mate. Oh,
2: oh yes. Um, Alan Angels debuts at Impact Wrestling TV tapings. Uh, days after his AEW contract expired, Alan Angels made his surprise debut at Saturday's Impact Wrestling TV taping in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, Angels answered X Division champion Speedball Mike Bailey's open challenge, which he threw out at Friday's Against All Odds. Um, Saturday's taping will cover the next two weeks of TV and it's unknown at this time which date this match will air. It's also unknown whether Angels has signed a contract or if this is a one-off appearance for the Georgia native. See, the twenty, Sorry? No, go, go on, continue. Sorry, Tez. I was just going to say, the 24-year-old... Um, which seems very young um thanked aew for the opportunity in a thursday statement and said he feels his career is just beginning he's been in the company for two years debuting at the norcross georgia pandemic era tapings it was there he made his uh, made a name for himself in a competitive match with kenny omega
1: now um oh thank you eddie hickey uh thanks for commenting on my cup this week hulk hogan cup um now alan angels mate great wrestler when he had that when he had that match against kenny he's only 24 doesn't look 24 looks quite old i (laughs) think for a 20 he needs to sort of do some paper around needs to get some face cream on that man get some face cream on Alan angels doesn't doesn't look like um the the youngest looking 24 year old in the world but (laughs) great wrestler and you think he's only 24 and he has had some bangers in AEW. so he'll be he'll be around i think it might be doing quite good to get away and do stuff in impact and go to some other places and see him see him grow into a fantastic wrestler and maybe come back and form a new Dark Order in a few years' time. Yeah, that would be cool. Um, I always found Angels more present and
2: entertaining on um, being the elite whenever i sort of dipped yeah, into yeah. that because there was a period where there was some really cool Dark Order segments. Um, but yeah, I guess one of the potential negatives of being in a large group is there was long periods where you wouldn't really see him in a match on TV. Um, like, I don't think he had that many dynamite or, or rampage matches really mm, is probably yeah. more often dark but yeah I, I agree with what you say it's probably going to be good for him to um ply his trade elsewhere um refine himself because he's really good and still very young um and then come back in a few years time
1: definitely yeah uh uh mr price says dark order i fear is slowing down jurassic press done inner circle done pinnacle non-existent. a lot of the original stuff at the start of aw done though yeah elite buck stuff nope and uh, franny cannon as long as john silver sticks around i'm fine with the rest of dark order fading out
2: yeah johnny hungy mm.
1: apart from a bit weird dancing around in that r- rampage rumble with hangman i thought that wasn't going to kick his ass but i know it's sort of not the character oh
2: uh, yeah because his uh you know Hangba- hangman's like his big
1: brother I know. um
2: yeah yeah I-, I guess a lot of those factions kind of run their course um which i think's fine yeah cause you know. i can't
1: see dark order fitting in now
2: no 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 they've they've wound down i mean we haven't seen Col um colt
1: cabana for a long time have we no oh speaking of um uh jungle uh jurassic express and says what did you think of kane luchasaurus <laughs> uh
2: yeah i liked it i liked it um it is strange how luchasaurus in the past like six months or so is just uh, a human um, dinosaur. dinosaur, whereas before he was like, "I'm a dinosaur, but I've actually got a PhD." Don't you know? He <laughs> doesn't do that anymore, which I guess it makes sense. If you're going to be a dinosaur, then be a dinosaur. Uh, I liked it, and I, I if think you're gonna be
1: a, that is wrestling one hundred one. If you're going to be a dinosaur in wrestling, you might as well just be a dinosaur. Exactly. <laughs> that is wrestling one hundred
2: one. <laughs> yeah. Look <laughs> okay, at AEW. Um, yeah, it like I liked Red it. Hulk.
3: Red. Hulk.
2: I, I, I thought it was good and I really am enjoying Christian's promos because it's like every the, 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 both promos have been the sort where you sort of think, oh, is he going too far? Not really, no, because it's getting no, people yeah. pissed off and that's what you yeah. need. So. Well, your
1: family died apart from your mum. Cool. Yeah, that was Brilliant. so good.
2: Um, yeah, no, really good, really good. And uh, Lucha Kane. I liked it. I liked it. It was good. Did you enjoy it?
1: I think it's great, although mm, I, I feel like his style maybe doesn't suit a kane-esque monster wrestler he's a bit flippy and kicky which isn't a monster sort of style wrestler maybe big show can go in and help him and say like, "Look, wrestle like a monster that would be cool yeah i guess if you're not it's... wrestling big show just training
2: no i guess if you're like it's it's kind of a cool spectacle to see someone big do those moves but then if you're going to be a monster monsters aren't doing flippy stuff so mm reign that back in and bring that back in a in a face roll maybe. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, so a quick swig.
1: Tez is drinking water podcast
2: Hydration. Uh next up. Now, everyone's favorite new wrestling company, Wes. next week, news. Tez. Is it next week? It's next week supposedly. I doubt it. Supposedly. Uh now, in the news, um recently Matt uh, Ray, I can't pronounce his surname. Ray Walt, Ray, Ray Walt, Aiden English, the former Aiden English, has says has said that he has been completely ghosted by Wrestling Entertainment Society series series. That's <laughs> the one, uh, and he doubts that the show will even happen. Uh, Where's originally scheduled its debut event for June fourth, announced Ray Walt, Ray Wald, I can't. I'll just say Matt um, announced Matt would be on commentary for the show. They later pushed the date back to July 9th However, and Matt posted to social media to say that he had another booking that weekend on Saturday. Matt said Wes offered to pay him upfront in order to perform on the show. And he then canceled his conflicting booking. Now Matt is stating that he's received no communication or travel arrangements from Wes. Uh, so this comes from his Twitter. So at Wes official TV has cost me time and now cost me income. I was asked to be on the show, but had a conflicting booking. I was told they really wanted me and would pay me up front. So as they were former colleagues, I took them at their word and passed on my other booking. And since I've been completely ghosted, zero communication. I have friends booked for the show and luckily some of them have been paid already, but I doubt the show will happen. No travel hotel or any pertinent information
1: has been shared with anyone. I know. Um, Eddie Hickey says he's never heard of this. So, eddie this is uh the reason why we're reporting on this and is because it's a uk if this is this company wrestling entertainment series is was we're supposedly doing a show over here on june 4th the queen's jubilee weekend when the whole country was crazy busy with queen stuff um and then that got postponed to this coming next week next weekend coming up and it just seems like an absolute joke because they booked all these huge stars in an arena that holds ten thousand people with like two weeks promotion uh and then there, there's no promotion for this i think what's the um uh, overeem's in the main event against moose uh is is uh what's her name Nia Jax is in it Le, 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 was it latita profenia i can't remember her real name but she's in it so it's an absolute mess of a company and it just it's just and they've still got it in this 10,000 capacity arena it's definitely not happening if it was closer i would definitely try and go but it's not happening it, it can't it no. can't happen does not seem like oh that, my god it? uh sorry uh Gives me, um, Mr. Priceless. What would Patrick Stewart think of Wes? Shut up, Wes Lee. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Why don't, know. Know. Why don't <laughs> Mr. Priceless? That's one of the best ones. And, um, yeah, what's it? It's a shame it's not closer to Tess. Imagine if it was in Southampton, we totally give it a go and go. Oh, yeah, at the gs Bowl it's that it's on fight it's supposed to be on fight so um but i did see that they got oh, what's the guy what's tom phillips is it the ex tom phillips was supposed who's the other impact wrestling oh, commentator? Uh, Hannah yes was he was Hannah supposed Phan? to be commentating on it as well oh wow where does all this money come from yeah who's funding <laughs> this it's definitely to to uh get some other stuff underneath the radar i think yeah like, i was thinking it's like bit a bit of money laundering thing. there going on i think for this wrestling event
2: we don't have all this
1: profit because we've had to spend so much yes. on this wrestling company. Oh, yeah, all the lighting yeah. rig and giving away tickets just to make the event look good on TV. <laughs> Let's launder some money booking a wrestling event. You, you can only book 50 tickets at a time. I'm sorry, you can only <laughs> get 50 at a time. <laughs> uh, oh, France Rest feels like five star wrestling all over again. Uh, yeah, Berkeley says. Yeah oh watch along do a live watch along so i can't bear a case. i'm doing that, that bon Jovi. i could actually because actually finish at nine o'clock i'll be home in five minutes i'll give you back and watch west dressed as john bon Jovi? if you're ridiculous
2: west. West. West.
1: <laughs> um there we go so there we go west so you so we'll see if it happens next saturday if it does you wait we'll be half the press with a full review we'll be half the press <laughs> Special late night edition of the yes, yeah, straight <laughs> after Wes is finished, Tez and me will be live on this YouTube channel, ready to review Wes. <laughs> not, oh, I need Lord. a not button. We need a not, yeah. We need not. Should we have a quick blast through that against all odds results, Tez? Uh, neither of us have seen it, but I know some of you guys want to know. So the Impact had that against all odds pay per view this Friday. What were the results, Tez? Go.
2: So the results at uh, Phil Collins uh, pay per view. Against all odds, machine gun, machine guns. Alex Shelley and Chris Saban defeated the Bullet Club. Chris Bay and Ace Austin, uh, Chelsea Green and Diana Perazzo defeated Mia Yim and Mickey James. Impact X Division Champion Speedball Mike Bailey defeated Trey Miguel to retain. Uh, Impact Knockouts Tag Team Champions Tyre Valkyrie and Rosemary defeated Giselle Shaw and Tennille Dashwood with Madison Rain to retain. The Impact Tag Team Champions, The Good Brothers, um, America's Most Wanted, and Heath defeated Honor No More, Matt Taven, Kenny King, Mike Bennett, Eddie Edwards, and PCO with Maria Canellis Moose defeated Sammy Calhan in a Clockwork Orange House of Fun match. Uh, Impact Knockouts Champion Jordan Grace defeated Tasha Steeles with Savannah Evans to retain. And finally, Impact World Champion Josh Alexander defeated... Joe Doring with Cody
1: Dina to retain. Wow. Um it seems like that was quite a good pay for you. Stacked, yeah, stacked, stacked card. Impact. I mean I I I didn't see it advertised very much to be fair though. I know it was on fight. But... Oh, yeah, I had no, no idea about it, to be honest. Not 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 really. Um but no, it's, I thought we'd uh, keep up to date with the results, Tez.
3: Yeah, uh, yeah.
1: So yeah, what was this, what was the third? So is the Rick the Rick Ric Flair event is on the same weekend as SummerSlam in the same place, isn't it? oh god is it nashville yeah must be yes yeah. on the yeah oh, wow. not the same night surely not um
3: oh.
1: the nissan mm-hmm. stadium what if i can get in for free because i've got a 30 year old nissan car That'd maybe cool. you don't know if you don't ask yeah the the day. hello i do a wrestling podcast and i've got a 30 year old nissan can i come to the event for free please
3: no. I, they
2: said, yeah, yeah, sure. I reckon I'm the only formation. wrestling
1: podcast with, faster than the Nissan NX as 30 years old. I was part of StarCaster Rick Fair event. The pre show had Brian Myers beating Rich one for the Digital Media Championship. Rich one was the Impact Champion, defeating, mm. you know, and now,
0: now he's on the pre show uh, for the
1: Digital Media Championship. Oh dear. Uh, America's Most Wanted won via the death sentence. Chris Harris didn't look bad. I'm surprised Chris Harris didn't look bad there, um, Mr. Prices, because he could hardly walk, could he?
3: Well,
2: he looked in decent shape at the um, I can't remember the name for the previous one that yeah. uh, watched the highlights of it because, in previous appearances, he has looked like he's maybe not taken care of him yeah, yeah. himself. Uh, but yeah, he looked uh, he looked in good nick. Um, but I, I haven't seen him in the ring. I don't know what his movements like. I wish it was easier to watch Impact. I've I said it when we talked about the pre uh, the pay per view A few weeks back. If it was available. Mm easily enough for me to to watch it kind of like you know um dynamite then i would be interested in you know kind of starting to watch it again but this is not, not going fight, is it? Way. you have
1: to pay for a youtube subscription thing don't you for it i think
2: oh they've got their own network haven't they, is it they? Through oh yeah
1: forgot yeah mm. the, yeah oh well
2: get it get it get it on some random sky channel and i will watch it
1: yeah definitely uh right there we go that was the news test that was the news, news. That
3: was the news news test That was the wrestling news No just slamming
2: Oh, franchise says Impact is on YouTube for free in the UK Is that their full shows? Oh wow If it's their full shows franchise I will start watching But if it's just clips here and there Then I mean I'd probably treat that the same as I do A lot of WWE Like, Unless it's something big I probably won't bother watching Yeah
1: yeah, right. Yeah, well, that's interesting quite quite a lot of in it. I mean, there's a lot of re- good wrestling coming up Tez, I think in the next few weeks I'm looking forward to it. You got uh, you know, we've got the Ric Flair match. Pfft. Summerslam would be quite good um, and I'm interested in West if it happens. I'm interested in like little things like this got the ring of honor pay for you as well. I think the week before SummerSlam. that's going to be good. I'm looking forward to that.
2: Um, Eddie Hickey's asked me a question in chat. Do I think Giselle Shaw is like Charlotte Flair. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to have to Google her because I don't know. I, I'm not familiar with Giselle Shaw, actually, because I don't watch Impact. Has she gone under, like, a different name elsewhere, maybe?
1: Not sure. Um, are you? Who do you think, what do you think is going to happen on uh, Great American Bash on Tuesday? NXT talk. Uh, Cameron Grimes versus Bron Breaker, Tez.
2: Um, I think Bron Breaker will take it, but I think it's going to be a good match because, I mean, Cameron Grimes is very entertaining. And Bro- Bron Breaker, I mean... He is a st- he's a ready-made star, basically, isn't he? Yes. He's just kind of taking it to it so easily. Berkeley um, says
1: ninety-nine p a month. So I'll be able to watch all the impact. So is that like including like
2: the latest, you know, weekly episodes? Yeah. Because that's not bad. I mean, you can't really grumble at less than a pound a month.
1: You can't grumble at that. You can't grumble at that at all, Tez. Definitely not. Uh, so while Tez is looking up Giselle Shaw, is it time to call Merrill from Romania?
2: It is, yes, and I, I don't I've never seen I've never seen Giselsko, unfortunately. Okay,
3: Meryl uh, but,
1: Here comes Meryl says. So if any of you haven't seen the show before, Meryl, my partner, looks at wrestlers and tells us what she thinks they look like. It's a it's a very unique thing on this wrestling show. Uh for instance, um Kenny Omega looks like pasta. So here we go. What will Meryl think of this next person look like? Hello, Meryl, how you doing?
4: Hello, good did you enjoy
1: watching money in the bank this morning during breakfast
4: yeah i did yeah it was okay actually yeah yeah i, I like seeing how pretty they are
1: yeah mary always asks me when we watch when you see the we uh female wrestling show, oh what outfit would you wear <laughs> <laughs> which well, seems like that's the definite wrestling sort of uh well uh tez out of the women's money in the bank what outfit would you wear um oh uh, yeah uh, so, I had the
2: women's one in the back. Yeah, women's one. It was the, only the women's uh, one, not the men's one. Oh, yeah, no, I'm not going to wear pants, of course. Um, <laughs> uh, Shotzi. I like Shotzi. I'd like probably go for yeah. uh, uh,
1: uh, Lacey Evans, I think it was. That's why I'd wear the pink sort of camo trousers and the.
4: Oh, that was so busy. I I would go for what Alexa uh, Bliss was wearing. Oh, right. Okay.
1: (laughs) Let us know in the chat what you'd wear as well, guys, if uh, we were interested to know. So, Meryl, (laughs) here we go. This next person is a very famous wrestler who's been around for over 25 years, and he's uh, deletes people a lot. It's Matt Hardy, Meryl. Oh, right. Yeah. What do you think Matt Hardy looks like?
4: (laughs) Listen, this sounds weird, but I think he looks like an electric scooter.
3: (laughs) 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 What? (laughs) explain
4: i don't know it's it's like the shape of his face and um like his colorings you know with his complexion and hair
1: wait question electric scooters don't have hair so how how does matt hardy's hair make it look like Uh, electric scooter please explain
4: well just because it's you know you see a lot of uh, black electric scooters and his hair looks quite black Uh, of course
1: (laughs) it makes perfect sense now I don't know why I questioned it
4: I know stupid (laughs) but uh, yeah definitely it's like his face shape it reminds me of like kind of bikes and scooters but more scooters (laughs) Barakley says in
1: chat this sounds weird she says (laughs) like every other week is normal (laughs) (laughs) Right I'm Meryl. the do you think Matt Hardy looks like an electric scooter?
2: You could ride him. Uh, I can't say I see it. I'm sorry. I think my, my brief little bit of powers have waned completely
4: so you're not an expert uh, like no. me you need some kind of training ted
1: <laughs> jesse crew purposes. says he looks like a ventrilo- <laughs> ventriloquist dummy <laughs> oh
4: yeah oh, he does okay. as well
1: <laughs> i do kind of seen that yeah yeah he does yeah <laughs> uh,
4: there
1: we go so thank you meryl
4: oh thank you imagine a dummy driving a scooter <laughs> <laughs> perfect that would be perfect <laughs> thanks guys
1: there we go oh. so Ted, what's the chat saying while i uh, plug my headphone back in
2: uh, Paul, uh, so Berkeley says he looks like a nutcracker. Uh, franchise says he looks like a glass of Coca-Cola. Oh, <laughs> everyone's Eddie, getting says, their
1: own form of powers now. Everyone's saying what they look like.
2: And Eddie says Matt Hardy is a bit creepy.
1: Okay, wow, well, that's inter- all interesting, all interesting. But there goes Meryl Mania for another week. Tes, Matt Hardy looks like an electric scooter. So, uh, Tes, should we uh, come back with? The- we we'll have a little break, and then we'll come back yeah. with uh, Tes's homework for the week is Ooh, it time yeah it's time it's time alright guys we'll be back after these messages
3: after these messages we'll be back.
1: coming up this week on the MOS Network first of all thank you very much for checking out this video if you are watching live on YouTube please remember to like and subscribe it will help us out a great great deal and thank you very much for being with us here live this Sunday night on Monday morning the podcast of Ministry of slam goes live across all the podcast networks Apple Spotify Amazon wherever you can download the podcast you can listen to the Ministry of slam and thank you to all you podcast listeners for checking out the podcast you are the foundation of the mos network on monday night tez will be live on the youtube channel at 7 p.m uk playing horror game the quarry we will find out will david Arquette win the wcw world heavyweight championship in a horror game on the playstation possibly that could happen i don't know it sounds like it might we will find out on monday with tez then on monday night after tez is on live, he is posting a stranger things season four part two spoiler review on the youtube channel so check that out that'll be live across the youtube channel on monday night and then on tuesday morning on the podcast network Turner years goes live with bericles and dave review Starcade 1988 that'll be across all the podcast network and on the youtube channel then on tuesday night i will be appearing on the ministry of horror with my main man tez and we will be talking about my favorite franchise of all time i'm not talking about the sandwiches i'm talking about ghostbusters i can't wait to talk about ghostbusters with my main man tez this tuesday night on the ministry of horror on the youtube channel youtube.com forward slash the mos network live then if you can't join us live on tuesday night for the ghostbusters chat the ministry of horror will be out on the podcast feed on wednesday morning so check it out across all the mos network podcast feeds ministry of horror goes out every single wednesday on the podcast feed there will also be gaming streams and lots of other stuff going out on our youtube channel so please if you haven't done it yet go and subscribe to this youtube channel youtube.com forward slash the mos network live Thank you very much for being part of our awesome community, ladies and gentlemen. Positive vibes to you all. Wrestling wins. Good night. Back to me and Tez. We are... Oh, we are back, Tez. you know what time it is, Tez? Oh,
2: is it homework time? It's
1: time for your homework, let's go. His name is Tez and he's here to say he likes to watch wrestling in his own kind of way. If you like wrestling and you don't care, Tez's homework is on the air. Tez's homework. What has Tez watched this week from Wrestling History? we are back with your homework tez we're back we're back so tez if anyone doesn't know tez has sort of been on the show probably for nearly two months i think it is like six seven weeks every single week and we found out recently that tez only really started watching it wrestling in 1999 so we have set up a new segment in the show called tez's homework where we pick him a match from wrestling's history and he goes and watches it and because of blood and guts this week we decided tez should go and watch an old war games match so he watched war games from wrestle war 1991 What did you think of it, Tez?
2: So, do you remember last week um, when I kind of, I inquired as to, is this going to be like the recent, you know, war games and blood and guts where it's a lot of kind of high-flying? Or is it going to be like the older wrestling, the bits and pieces that I've seen that comes to be a bit, you know, quite slowed down? And um, you said, oh, it's it's more of the slowed down kind of style. So I had low uh, expectations. I really enjoyed
1: it. It's good, isn't it? It enjoyed not it
2: its good. It was really good. I mean, the first thing I gotta say is one: um, who's the guy with the cowboy boots that's in the Four Horsemen? Barry Windham. Uh, Barry Windham. Bloody hell, that guy's strong. There's one bit when he picks up, um, he picks up Flying Brian just under his arm with one arm, and it's like he's a child. And Flying Brian isn't small. No, no. And he just gets him with one arm, then he kind of flips him up onto his shoulder, just like he's nothing. Yeah. Um there was a bit with Sid Vicious does like a big boot, I think it's the Scott Steiner and he must have done a real loud thigh clap or something because it just, it sounded like he broke his neck because it was that hard I mean, I've got a few things that I want to say because I did really enjoy this match Go for it. so one this reminded me of the time in wrestling when clotheslines sounded impactful, they just looked impactful Yeah, like one of the things that i never get as hyped for now as i did when i was a kid is when wrestlers get the hot tag in a tag team match and when they come in and nowadays they seem to just do like run and do like a little little clothesline then do another yeah, little, yeah, yeah. Line, then a little one you know it doesn't really seem very impactful clotheslines in this match just look like they were trying to take each other's
1: heads off it's war games mate it had to take it's each other's
3: head games, war games. it's war games uh,
2: I I I understand the fandom with uh, Surface Sting because he is awesome. He and he's is awesome, brilliant, isn't he? So good. Um, and the other thing, there's two two other little things. So Four Horsemen love kicking people in the dick. They kick, there's so many dick doesn't? Kicks in doesn't who match. doesn't like kicking people in the dick. It's just a constant Rochambeau match in there. Um, and also, what's quite funny. Like. Um, so the, the the cages that we get these days and you know like war games cages and and whatnot the, the ones with a roof let's say for yeah, yeah. comparison to this are quite you know they're they're big business really they're quite you know well made this did seem a little bit carny in terms of how it was made like it did kind of seem a bit kind of like that's just a, a bunch of mesh they've kind of put together because there's a couple of moments where people are banging their heads
1: on the top of the roof um, there's the moment when uh, Sid does the power bomb, the first yes, of the, the two first power bombs. One, and then doesn't get Brian over Ooh. and drops him right on his head.
3: Ooh, and it's
1: horrible.
2: Like, <laughs> have we just seen a man die? Yeah, in the yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Like, I, I, um. I, d- I wasn't expecting to enjoy it as much. That was really cool. It's a, a good, really match. good match.
1: Is, this this is a great uh, wrestler. Th- and it's brutal as well. Lots of blood as well. Like When they get their oh, head, yeah. you don't see this very often. And you didn't see much of it in Blood and Gas this week. When they get the wrestlers' heads and grind them into the cage. Oh, it's brutal. And Jim Ross is selling it amazing. And um, Jesse Ventura as well. Such a great colour commentator. I thought he was brilliant as a colour commentator. Jesse Jesse the Body Ventura. Yeah, that was really, really good. good. And there's, The star power in this match is unbelievable. This is a great, great War Games match, I think, Tez. It's uh it's yeah. good and I, I really I really enjoyed it too I remember we watched this last year as well um, for MoS, but I think this match is is fantastic the ending's a little bit weird because uh, like Sid does the one powerbomb on Brian Pillman doesn't get him up and sort of drops him on his shoulder then tries to do it again I think Brian Pillman is actually knocked out concussed and then um, was it El Gigante comes down yeah. and uh, rips the door off and then um sort of just waves off the match and they kept take him away like a little baby. Car-
2: carries him like he's uh, like he's his wife or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The ending was a little bit of a damp squib. Um but yeah, I mean commentary was awesome, like Jim Ross and and just crazy scene, like, like Jim Ross and Tony Schiavone there, like considering they're now, you know, broadcast partners again. Uh yeah, really, really cool. I think I can't remember what kind of scores
1: I've given previous events, but this is a solid eight point five out of ten. Woo! Ooh, that's really a, good rip. That's a high score test. So it's a good match, well worth watching. If no one's seen this match, yeah, but Wrestle War ninety one it's on the WWE network, easy to find. Go and check yep. it out. Arn Anderson looks exactly the same except he's got a bit of a smaller belly. That guy just looked old thirty one years ago.
2: Yeah, he he kind of looked that. He looked um. What's the best way I can kind of describe it? Like he looked like an old school hard man. Like yeah, not big jacked and whatnot. He's looked like the sort where he looks like a working man and if you accidentally knocked his pint in a, in a pub you'd feel a little bit shit scared you would, yeah you suddenly yeah. think, oh he's going he's to kill me you,
1: you would, don't even yeah, know he's got would, a glock no, on you him yeah, you, you, Arn Anson was like that, a scary man but also, I think Arn Anson is the sort of guy that if he saw you working hard at his house gardening or building a brick wall, chopping down hmm. a tree he'd, he'd appreciate the hard work and he'd be like, hey man, you've worked hard you know, do you want some do uh, you want a cup of tea? I reckon Arn Anson would make you a cup of tea He'd make, a cup of tea. he'd make you a cup of tea but not first visit second visit to his house if you were doing some work at Arn Anderson's oh, house because yeah, he'd see just... you worked hard the first time go, he'd go back and see his wife yeah bloody bloke worked really hard tell him when he comes around next time I'm making him a cup of tea yeah
2: he doesn't just give out cups yeah, of tea you have he's to like,
1: earn Arn Anderson's respect if you're working at his house it's suspicious and uh, suspicious of <laughs> everyone and he'll just be
2: like hmm got some workers here today we'll see what kind of shift they put in and then the next day is like you know what well, you've done some good work I'll get you a tea.
1: Oh, um, someone, uh, Fran the Cannons put in the in the disc in the chat. Uh, someone suggesting wrestling isn't wrestling in the uh, Discord. A great suggestion, not a match, but worth a watch. Have you ever oh, heard yeah, that? I
2: have seen that. I have seen that. That's so you've seen cool. that. So we can't do that so for like the work. history of DX. Oh, is it? Yeah, but it's like all of the the men of DX are women, and uh, China's a man. So it's like a
1: role reversely type thing.
2: It's quite I've not funny. seen it. Oh, oh, give it a watch. Yeah, it's it's pretty good
1: okay uh oh james jones we spoke about the eerie program we'll talk about it again in a bit a bit later on um we had our theory that edge had some budget when he was in um uh, judgment day still that he pre-booked the uh filming schedule for uh, that that film crew to film that budget and he was like crap i need to film something so he's sort of done a sort of weird retrospective of edge's history against his opponents because otherwise you know he'd, he'd lose a deposit on the film crew he paid for judgment day <laughs> hello anthony how you doing Welcome to the stream. So, Tez, uh, you, have mm. you got any thoughts for your home next week? So, we've had like an extreme match last
2: week. Um, we had an early WCW match the week before, and now we've had my first sort of War Games proper match. Yeah. Um. I, I would like... Do you know what? I think it's a toss-up between a british wrestling match Ooh. or a japanese wrestling match oh my goodness yeah because i i technically i technically have seen um i saw like the highlights from one of the wrestle kingdoms i think it might have been the second or third time of okada versus um omega yeah so i have had a little bit of exposure to uh new japan obviously outside of forbidden door yeah um but yeah i think either like a british thing like a rev pro progress or something like that or or something japanese Okay. um if it's japanese definitely not Anoki versus uh muhammad ali
1: <laughs> yes oh well, i can't help you with that actually so maybe the chat room can come up uh can come up with some ideas for that while we're live tes and we'll come we'll update everyone before the end of the show of yeah. what, what we could go for because uh what do you reckon you, you, you reckon pick one japanese or british what do you reckon yeah it seems like japanese is your is the path you want to go um
2: i don't know i mean i'm open to both i guess if uh Gun to my head, um, I had to pick one I would probably actually say maybe British Just because I haven't seen any The closest I've come to any British wrestling oh, okay. was There was a, an ICW Show at um At the O2 in Boscombe And Ooh. I got in for £5 Um And yeah it was um Whatever their pay-per-views are called But it was like Adrian's Revenge Five It was pounds. sad, Yeah. oh yeah It was like through like, Wave 105's website They had like discount tickets
3: Wave? five
2: cool. Um, yeah, it was really cool, but it was a shame because I think they were taping it, but there was only literally one, maybe two rows of us around the ring. Oh, no. Um, but one wrestler almost got thrown into me because I was at the barricade, barricade, but he stopped and then someone else came by. And also Drew McIntyre was there when he was off WWE and he is bloody
1: huge. Uh, ba- baby Ice has just come into the chat. and says, stop giving the student his pick. It's homework, not, not pick your work.
2: makes a good point actually you know makes a good point um okay well i've said what i would think british uh, or japanese but if anyone says something really interesting i'll go for it but i want to expand my horizons i've seen old wcw now i've you know i've caught the odd older wwe
1: match i want to kind of Look outside of those two. Okay, Mr. Price has come up with come on with From Progress, Walter versus Timothy Thatcher.
2: That sounds interesting. But, and
1: Baby Ice has said, we still need you to watch Savage versus Warrior, the only homework you didn't do, Tez, <laughs> from WrestleMania 7.
2: Look, I mean, I'm doing more homework now than I did when I was at school, so... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Contact ask creation
1: machine.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah, maybe, maybe one, t- one week I'll do double duty and I'll finally watch that match, but... Yeah, the progress match seems interesting. If anyone else has any other
1: suggestions. I think let's go for it. Let's go for it. Let's go for Walter versus Timmy Thatcher. Absolute violence. Let's do it. Done. It's done. Homework has been selected. We've got it. Locked in. Locked in. Done. (sighs) Oh, far too constantly out. There we go. You've got it. You've got it. It's it's chosen, Tez. So, Tez, should we get into Let's talk about this week's wrestling that happened, and we will start off, I think... With our thoughts briefly on Blood and Guts and the Royal Rampage, what do you think of Blood and Guts? Another War Games match, Tez? Uh
2: yeah, it was really good. It was really good. It was um, unfortunate here. Uh, Santana yes. got injured pretty much straight Just away from a
1: normal wrestling move. Yeah, that that was unfortunate.
2: Um, I heard some news that potentially he may be on his way out. Oh, really? Um, apparently, according to the dirt sheet, Santana and Ortiz aren't. Don't really actually hang out or or talk much. Um, I don't know if you noticed in the pre, the pre match promo, Ruby Riot was talking about uh, people having Eddie's back, and she mentioned Mox, um, she mentioned um, Ortiz, she mentioned someone else, but she didn't mention Santana, which just seemed a little all right, a little odd. Um, really good. I thought it was it was excellent. The only thing with um, I don't the only thing for me, and it's a little minor thing, not with the match itself. I don't. I just. I can't see me ever liking um, Claudio Castagnoli's
1: music. I don't know why, but mm. it's just too jolly for me. And he's supposed to be some sort of badass, muscly, hard man, and he's got this yeah. like. What is it? It's literally. It's not the Can Can, is it? It's so uh, is overt-
2: it 1812 Overture? Is How it- does it go? Oh yeah, on guitar Robbie. Yeah. Um. But I mean, the match itself was great. Um. And I like the storytelling with, um. Claudio and Eddie kind of being on the same page, even though I don't know the, the history of it. They hate each other on the indies. The, yeah, like yeah, they yeah. Really that was, like that was really good. Yeah, the storytelling where they're kind of on the same page and they're both going for the submission, and Claudio gets the win. And then Eddie's just like,
1: oh, shit, I want to tap out Jericho. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, but them all kind of hanging out on top of the cage was also, and the Sammy drop.
1: That was that was a little bit at least this time last year when Jericho got pushed off by MJF and was oh bloody hell, you could see the crash pads, everyone whinged about it. You know, of, of course we don't want him to fall on real bloody concrete or wood. Like there right. was of course crash pads underneath the table, but it looked it looked good and the camera angle was amazing. And that spin yeah. on top of the blood and guts cage as well was brutal as well. Uh, the yeah. whole match was really good. I loved it how the you know the Jericho Appreciation Society comes down all dressed in red like a boy band as well. That's really cool. <laughs> Yeah, it's such a cool one. One hour, pretty much as well. It's great, yeah. absolutely great. If you have got the you know fight, you can watch it without the ad breaks and things. It's so good. It's like a pay per view, isn't yeah. it? I-, I love it how Dynamite have these little mini pay per view or AW have these little mini pay per view t- like Dynamites and Rampages. They also announced Grand Slam, didn't they? Forbidden Door. They forgot to mention. uh again, going yes. to. um what's it called Queens is it yeah Queens in New York again I think so yeah last yeah. year was one of the best dynamics of the year uh that was brilliant Kenny Omega versus Brian FTR versus Sting and Derby it was loads of great matches on that so I'm looking forward to that again this year to watch that yeah gonna be awesome gonna be awesome um I mean yeah Blood and Ghost was great so
2: inventive as well like some of the the I mean, God, there was, there was a lot of blood in the match there was a lot and, of blood um, what were some of the things that mocks like he was attacking? Uh, was it Matt Menard skewers.
1: It's skewer. So mm-hmm. I saw that when we were doing the Twitch Sports Accelerator, and I, I had to sort of um, get all the hours in. I watched a lot of Deathmatch wrestling, and those mm. skewer things are gross. That wasn't the grossest skewer thing I've ever seen, but it was pretty gross. It, it wasn't as gross as I've seen on some as uh, on Deathmatch stuff, but it was mm. pretty in the class. Glass, stupid. The only thing is, I know Santana got injured, but surely if he's injured in the whole suspension of disbelief you have to just forget he's injured go go make him tap out right away he's getting get yeah. quick <laughs> he's lying on the side of the ring but they yeah, don't exactly. get him, anything they?
2: like oh he's, he's not in the match anymore let's take him out take him out of commission um yeah really good and
1: um royal rampage as well i love that the two ring royal rumble i thought was yeah. brilliant. i loved it that was so good such a unique way of doing i kind of wish i guess rampage was a short match that you had an actual short show i wish you had an actual match between the two winners Feel rather than a battle royale from over the top rope. Although I loved it, and I thought it's the first time I've ever seen anything less. How Brody King got Darby Allen out of that match, yeah, like, yeah, uh, choked to hung him with the sleep hold, just dropped him. That was brilliant.
2: I think it was a great showcase for for Brody because, um, he's had some good, um, some cool moments, but sometimes when people are in a tag team or a faction or whatever it's cool for them to kind of get their own moments um and we haven't seen too much just of brody so yeah he I mean he really showed that he's just a monster powerhouse um and um yeah that's just the choke hanging him off the side and that was brilliant i've never weight. seen
1: that and i've watched wrestling since i was a kid i've never seen anyone eliminate someone from a royal rumble or battle royale like that that was mm. so good choking him out and just just drops him done he's done drop him brilliant and- the fact we're getting
2: mox versus Brody king i mean that's a match i want to watch that's wednesday as well on dynamite isn't it yeah Woo,
1: that will be good does that mean we're going to get the um what are they called uh uh malachi black's group I forgot what they're called oh house of black house of black versus the blackpool combat club then that's a new thing um i at this stage i hope not
2: because i don't want faction war after faction war if that makes mm, sense yeah. like i think with mox being champion he should be able to have matches as as champion um you know one-on-ones there probably is going to be interference and probably if there is interference that may then lead to you know uh, blackpool combat club coming out to to help out if the other guys interfere yeah but i would like it just to be a straight one-on-one uh with no kind of outside interference because i think it's going to be brutal
1: how's mox going to beat Brody king as well i mean he's a massive dude he's a tank he is a tank talk about living your yeah. gimmick as well whether it's a gimmick or not like all the tattoo all the ink looks brilliant that guy oh, is a man. tank. Uh, he's so cool. Uh, I, 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 I thought this week with Dynamite and Rampage was some great. I really enjoyed it. I love the two ring aesthetic. The crowd was super hot. It was some great, great wrestling. I really enjoyed did, watching both of it.
2: Did you ever see the video that came out a few weeks ago? I can't remember which gig it was. If it was lamb of god or code orange it was some metal band and uh darby allen and brodie king were there and uh they came on stage and Brody king just picked up darby allen and flung him into
1: the crowd oh really oh wow i didn't see uh, that i'll
2: see if i can find the link and chuck it in the discord but yeah that was really cool I, I
1: saw on um twitter it's called like darby allen he says if you're ever at an airport and you see me i might give you my skateboard just gave this kid his is forbidden door skateboard just randomly gave it to him that's awesome yeah i have that awesome. before he got on the plane because obviously he can't really take it on the plane very cool oh, that's cool that's cool he's a good man he's a good man he's a good man uh so tez there was another event that happened this week in wrestling um What's that? yes uh and it was last night's money in the bank pay-per-view uh how how did you feel about it let's we go through the matches
2: let's go through the matches um
1: firstly from... too much shit on this pay-per-view so many adverts just before we get to the matches my god Adverts after adverts after promos after adverts with shit music you, The match didn't start. The match didn't start for like 15 minutes You know like a forbidden Doors, like bang match Little interview bang another match little bang it's like pretty much straight after the amount of adverts and little oh i'm drew mcintyre and i come from here and i was the chosen one and then one about kevin owens wasn't even on the card it yeah was so that sh- was weird wwe was used to have awesome promos before the matches oh this is the reason i watched this and it was like badass like hype videos with a voiceover man or something like it's the it's the worst that's the worst thing about wwe papers i can't stand it it's like there's probably about an hour of shit on there that you don't even need to watch it's terrible yeah.
2: Those promos work great if it's a grudge match. If it's two people, yeah. you want to see either someone get into the top of the summit or people that hate each other. Um, yeah, the Kevin Owens one, because he's not in the match as well, it didn't make it a was, lot of sense.
1: Dude, it was awful. They're so terrible. They played. There's the bit with Alexa. I mean, so fun. Alexa, she's talking to Lily and she, goes, oh, you bought me some presents. How did you pay for it? <laughs> it was like Waynesville 2 or Waynesville 1. How did you pay for it? And then oh. Jay was like, oh, we got WWE Visa Capital One card.
2: <laughs> what's that one that goes like is it the diet coke or something and yeah yes, to a tour, and it's, it's a choice like, of a new refreshing.
1: generation yeah <laughs> i have a headache here try this yeah that-
0: <laughs> little yellow
1: it was just like that it's terrible um, what's that woman thinking she must be about 30 years old when well, she's talking to a dolly about yeah, credit so-
2: cards as soon as, as soon as lily appeared or the doll uh, appeared i was just like oh god i was kind of enjoying this show and then that just reminds me again why i was like i can't and- i
1: and the music is all the same. It's like, yeah, yeah the de- determination and the b-. Oh, It's awful, these terrible. Oh, just it's the last thing about the WWE is pay is it so in. shit. Sorry yeah. to be negative. I hate saying the negativeness so much, but my goodness, I can't stand that sort of stuff on the WWE pay yeah. views. It's really bad. Uh, Bonkers LFC, Braun Breaker versus Roman, NXT champ, Roman to champ at Survivor Series. If reigns, still undefeated champ. Okay. Thank you, Bonkers LFC. Welcome to the stream
2: yeah I'd, I'd like to see I, I would like to see that but they just don't seem to they don't reference nxt like it's another brand anymore yeah. it very much is developmental really now isn't it yeah but that would be cool i mean brom i think is just money oh i tell you um, what
1: we haven't spoke about cause we didn't speak about mm-hmm. it last night actually we, we should we didn't mention and there's logan paul signing before we get to the actual event what do we think about that quick
2: yeah so um so <laughs> I think we kind of br- we briefly maybe chatted on the the Fall Guys stream which if you guys haven't watched it Fall Guys is a great game we played some last night and it's on the uh, VOD on the network yeah and we're gonna
1: um, try and make it so everyone can come and join us because you can actually get load of people it's cross platform anyone can play Fall Guys and we have a load of us playing together which would be really cool so if you anyone wants to come and play Fall Guys with us uh, you know we'll, we'll put it in Discord come join the Discord and we can let everyone know it was really really good fun yeah, really Bericles fun. is really crap at it as well
3: <laughs>
2: it just as you say that he's written I'm amazing <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Logan Paul. So, f- for me, I I don't like the Paul brothers. Um, I think the the other one, um, I can't remember his name. The other Paul, Jake, is Jake, he's insufferable. Um, and they really have highlighted how I'm pretty much certain now that their version of boxing is is fixed. Yeah, it just yeah, it's it's a joke. Logan seems to be the slightly less shitty of the of the brothers, even though he had that whole. Uh, Japanese forest thing a few years ago, which is yeah. really poor, poor thought. Yeah, yeah. But he did great at WrestleMania.
1: Like he he, shown that he he looked, yeah.
2: He's got natural athleticism. I think he wrestled in college, or he has a like a collegiate or high school background. Um. So yeah, and it, it seems like he has the interest in it. You know, I, I don't know what kind of sh- schedule he's going to have, but him versus the miz that's a match i wouldn't mind seeing i'm interested in the story there do you think he's going to be a babyface or a heel i think he wants to be a babyface but it's strange because he will bring a lot of eyes to the product like he's i mean god knows how many millions he's yeah, yeah. You know, he's got in social media but the wrestling crowd do do naturally boo him because i guess he has that cockiness and dislikability. it's weird yeah. he he'll bring the eyes but people don't like him so I think he would want to be a babyface. It's just going to be, can they get the crowd behind him?
1: I agreed. Agreed. Uh, after the miss, he's getting booed from baby ice. Yeah. I, I think, yeah, I, th- I felt I so thoroughly impressed with him when he wrestled at WrestleMania. I thought he was brilliant. So I'm interested to in see what he does. I mean, if he's got natural charisma and he's good, h- half decent in the ring, that's what you want. And they'll push him to the moon because he's a huge star. Maybe it'd be good. I, I'm i out of touch of him. He's just a random guy coming in. I don't know what he's done. So... To me, I'm not that fast. If he's a good, yeah. good star and stuff, we'll see how it goes. Will he ever be wb champion? Beat Roman Reigns? Imagine oh, that! Imagine he, Roman Reigns.
2: But I, I wouldn't put it past them putting the title on him. Just it wouldn't surprise me. would
1: uh, Mr. Prices, Logan is a natural heel. He has a lot of upside. Look, look, age 27, got passion, Mike skills. No need to ask. Needs to earn his stripes to be a fan favorite.
2: I think the smart thing to do. I mean, yeah, they're putting him straight into this feud with the Miz, and Miz is obviously a heel. I think the smart thing to do would be get that over and done with and then have him as heel to then have the turn because the fans already have that dislike him and boom. So feed into that, but then win him over with his performances and kind of have the natural turn or have... Maybe. I don't know. I I just, I think if they try and push him down our throats as the awesome baby face, it's just never going to work and he's going to get the poos. But I'm interested to see what he does.
1: I, no, I'm interested to do it. I think it's going to be good. I think it's going to be good. I'm interested, I'm interested to see what he does. He's a new person on the show. He might be interested. Logan be mid-card on the roster from Bonkers LFC. Okay. That's interesting. And what did Swindon Dan say? Maybe Logan money is to do with Sasha being gone. Maybe? What? So he freed up money. They got loads of money, Swindon Dan. I don't think he has to do with it. Yeah, they,
3: they got they, tons they got, of
1: money, mate. They got a lot of cheddar. And I uh, hope what, Swindon is good.
2: Eddie Hickey, what about if Jake Paul comes to WWE? No, 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 <laughs> no, no. Well, should we get to Money in the Bank then, Ted? Let's let's get to Money in the Bank. So, starting off the show, uh, I think we can probably agree from the preview show, we both we both were very dismissive of who actually won. I was very surprised. We were shocked. Yeah, it was the uh, we started off the match the the event with the women's Money in the Bank ladder match um, where Liv Morgan defeated Lacey Evans, Alexa Bliss, Raquel Rodriguez, Asuka. Shotzi, who had a real dangerous moment, in the yeah, match. ran up the ladder and missed it. Yeah, the, the the lightest DDT on a ladder. Yeah, and then when she dropped Be- uh, Alexa on that yeah.
1: falling ladder, that just yeah, yeah, dodgy. and of course Becky Lynch. There's one bit in this match with the Raquel Rodriguez where they put her in the corner and they put a ladder on her, and she just had to sit there bent over for like three minutes when all the ladies are getting ready for something, it's like she could just lie down and get out. That bit looks shit. There's there's the yeah. only problem with these sort of matches sometimes there's these very, very set up spots that don't flow and it's just lie down, lie down. Question and this is one for the chat room as well. Question. Do you think the Fed pipe in crowd noise? Yes. I really think they do, because I'll be honest, when we do the ms arena, I, can, I pipe I've got crowd noise sounds that I can put in easily. And it's just, oh, when a move happens, and I've got them all set up on a preset thing that I put, can put crowd noise into the MOS Fire Pro Arena. Uh, so it would be very, very interesting for the feds to put in crowd noise. I 100% they put in crowd noise into these. Francis says, no, not at all. Um, <laughs> now, but I think they 100% do. I 100% they yeah. do. So, so um, part of the
2: reason I kind of stopped regularly watching, because I did used to pay for Sky Sports, then BT Sport, Um you know, for, for WWE and also to watch my awful football team. Um, and so when they brought back the crowds after the whole pandemic era, the first like couple of months, part of the thing, that there was the whole Lily uh, doll stuff, which I thought yep. was actually bullshit. But I just kept noticing how obvious it seemed to be that crowd noise was being piped in. And it's like, I, c- I couldn't really be dealing with that. And they, they had a little thing um, about a month back or so where they were accused of using old um, crowd reaction shots from previous shows. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, there was something where it cut away to someone in the crowd. I don't know if it was Brock Lesnar guy who always wears the same T-shirt from that one event. It was someone in the crowd, and then they went on Twitter going, well, that's strange, because I wasn't even in the arena
1: that night. That was two years ago. Wow okay james james for me it sounds real because i heard booze and cheers now i don't doubt that they have the real booze and cheers there are real booze and cheers but it's for some moments in the match when there's not a lot happening all of a sudden there's be like a knee and it'd be like whoa whoa like just a random punch or a little knee or something you hear the crowd go whoa. what do you think Mel you watched it? Did you think there was the crowd piped in tonight on money in the bank
4: Oh, yeah, I think I would be surprised. I think
1: possibly. See, Mel thinks so as well. We were watching the, the women's match. It just sounded like there was crowd piped in, I think. Like, nothing manoeuvres happening. And I don't doubt when there's huge manoeuvres happening. There's a big crowd, mm. but when there's nothing happening, it's just, oh, and then you look at the crowd, and they're doing nothing.
2: Yeah. Oh, God, there, there were some moments where they must have just... I get, you know, you buy your ticket and you sit in your seat, but they must have had the dullest hard camera crowd on yeah. a pay-per-view because whenever you'd see the crowd, you know, on the on the hard cam, they're all sat there like
1: yeah and then you suddenly hear this this is awesome and you might see (laughs) one guy doing it but i I don't know i just feel like could you remember they've got the crowd recorded from for the 2k game i mean they recorded the crowds for the 2k game they could easily pipe it be interesting to see when we go to cardiff in sort of five six weeks how and what the crowd noise would be there and then watch it back and see what happens on the telly we'll be able to judge it yeah we can actually film it and then play it back on the show
2: Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's a good idea. That'd be good. We can, uh, <laughs> That's, we're doing proper reporting now, aren't we? We're
1: actually going to report live from the rest of the event. But, yeah. Uh, turn up there, the little notepads. Uh, yeah. The time mm. of the match was this. Um, pfft, uh, right. <laughs> yeah. So, so what do you think about Liv winning then, Tez, with Becky? Of course, Becky going mental at the end, I thought was quite interesting. Yeah. I mean, she's doing a crazy turn. I, I had two thoughts
2: about the Becky going crazy. Um, I get it worked for her character and that, you know, she's been very much. Try going crazy and crazy trying to get to the title. At the same point, though, I did kind of think that this is this seems to be quite a big moment for Liv, and you may be detracting away from that. I, I think that was, I don't know. I mean, obviously, that's part of what, what the storyline is, but I kind of thought, let her have her moment. Yes. Um. Oh, yeah, obviously, I've got to shout out Bericles, because he said um he reckons Liv might win it, or she's in a good chance uh, on last night's call-in, and we were both like, no, because I just, I, for me, I thought She's been this baby face underdog for so long. I just don't think they'll ever do anything with her. How wrong I was. The only um, thing I
1: thought I gave it away, not joking, is I think when uh, Liv came out, if you watch it back, she was very emotional right at the start of the event. She was like third or fourth in the ring. She looked, she was crying, uh, which I, to me gave it away that she was going to win. Oh, yeah. Because uh, for her, she's like, this is the start of me winning the women's uh, SmackDown Belt tonight. She would have known before the show, wouldn't she, of course? Oh, God, yeah.
2: Yeah, 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 and um, I mean, again, I, w- I would have liked the briefcase to be held on for longer than longer than you know a couple of hours, but it was a cool moment, I guess. I just I always think it's a cool story opportunity. Keep the briefcase, tease it for a while, but yeah, got the moment. Yeah, it was a good match. I think it's generally a good match. I mean, other than bless her, I like Shotzi, but she does sometimes pull some really quite dangerous looking maneuvers and you think you're going to hurt someone sooner or later the
1: bit i liked with uh was with oscar and raquel rodriguez outside the ring and that a little bit of space with the with the two mm. the between two lads and just doing like this, these moves together just in front of the announce table that was really that was a really cool sequence i thought
2: yeah that was cool and then like becky jumping uh jumping off the ladder and all that i looked like that hurt she kind of skimmed the
1: the uh the ladder with Oscar on and
2: that
1: would have been pretty ouch uh kaiwan webster i th- i like becky who was number one crazy becky for some people but not for me okay
2: yeah fair enough and just eddie hickey i
1: i think i i think i did shock everyone that Liv cashed in on ronda instead of bianca and miss process live Liv we'll talk about a feel-good moment eight years all the good bad pushes with potentially with potential with no resolution riot squad the rest finally live as champ and beat ronda too yeah so it was a feel-good moment. That's what I mean. I think when she came out, you could tell that she was like, I'm, tonight's going to be amazing for me. She was crying. Watch it back. She starts crying right at her entrance before the yeah. Money in the Bank match.
2: I guess looking back now, then that might kind of have um, uh, signaled it a bit. But at the same point, I still probably would have just looked at that and been like, it's not going to be Liv, is it?
1: Now, it's not gonna be her. Are, are we going to get a uh, Nikki Cross situation where she has it for a month and she loses to Ronda Rousey at SummerSlam? Because there's no way Liv is beating Ronda clean.
2: Um it's it seems to be very rare when an underdog overcomes the odds that they then establish themselves as yeah. I'm now here. Like I think I have a feeling that she'll have the I guess um I was gonna say Kofi Kingston sort of um booking, but maybe not that. Just you know when uh, the plucky underdog overcomes the odds, but then they're never really treated or made to feel like yeah. they're now the top. It's like they're holding on to it for dear life, but people are gonna get it from them. Yeah um yeah I, I i i wouldn't be surprised if she loses it in the first or second unfortunately I want, I want to be proved wrong
1: agreed uh, mate agreed yeah. agreed
2: yeah but otherwise good match good um match.
1: i like it up... i like it that you get these women's matches now i said like watching it with Merrill, and of course for years you've seen women and it's been a bit old hat now to say this but you know compared to the old mud matches and for, yeah, from women yeah. kicking each other's asses, it's good. It's probably you know like it should. It's, all that stuff years ago was silly. Really good match. Yeah, exactly. exactly. You know, I like it. You got two two Money in the Bank matches, one for women, one for men. It's good. Really good.
2: Exactly. Equality. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. As, as much as they can, you know, the, I mean, it's a man running the companies, and they're still really
3: so. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: we next up had the United States uh, Championship. Um, Bobby Lashley beating Theory for the title.
1: Theory just Good running away match. like a heel, and then got caught, and then beats him. Uh, yeah, it was alright. I'm not massively into theory, but I think it was interesting as what happened later on in the uh, in the evening. I, think, I guess. Oh god, oh god.
2: Uh, yeah, I liked it when it looked like Theory was going to get his finishing maneuver, and then Bobby just locks on the hurt lock. Yeah, that was cool. I mean, Bobby Bobby Lashley is really is uh, he, awesome. He really has kind of uh, gone up leaps and bounds um, in the last few years.
1: Um, so, yeah, fair play. Cool t- cool, cool title win. Theory winning is gold, says Francis Rares. Um... And songwriter Heart of the Pen, awesome name. She will lose to Charlotte Flair.
2: Oh, that probably will happen, won't it? Charlotte Flair will come back on Raw and be like, oh, I think you've got something that belongs to me. And then yeah. she'll win it. And it's like, oh, God, we've got Charlotte Flair's got the title once again
1: uh lashley versus theory was a goofy mess now that was entertaining it was a mess yeah i didn't like it it, it was i'm not into Theory and bobby lashley hmm i'm not so sure if i'm really into him as a baby face i like him with mvp uh, being just a beefcake beating the shit out of people a beefcake. yeah um
2: we also then had and this this I think May actually have been match of the night for me. Um, and I wasn't expecting it. It was the undisputed WWE Tag Team Championship, the Usos defeating Street Profits. I thought this match was great.
1: It was a good match. Really it was a re- fantastic match. Interesting ending. Uh and I didn't, you know, I think it's interesting with the Fed because you can you know what's going to happen with the win. Like especially something like this. You knew the Usos were going to win beat Street Profits, mm. but they do they can sometimes give you great wrestling matches which you don't very very yeah. often get on TV. So this was a good match and interesting ending, I guess, with... Um, it, it can continue the feud, can't it? I guess. But what other tag teams are there to go against the Usos if Randy Orton's injured? Uh, New Day. <laughs> New Day? Oh, God, again. Uh, Charlotte's set to time. come back from Songwright, a heart of pain. And the ran Franca- the theory is dreary. He was good as part of the way, but since Gargano's left, he's lost his way. Mm. Hmm.
2: Yeah, he's just... He's the Fed's version of, I saw it on Twitter actually earlier, someone said, his the Fed version of Sammy Guevara just insufferable? I,
1: think I, so. I, prefer, Sammy I prefer Sammy Guevara, even though yeah. he is insufferable.
2: Yeah, Sam, Sammy's, uh, Sammy's better. Um, I'm not going to take anything away from his in-ring stuff. I just got no interest in him as a character. Agreed. Uh, next up... <laughs> Yeah, it was. I don't think this next match was a great match, and I don't think either of us thought it would be. Uh, Bianca Belair defending the Raw Women's Championship against Carmella.
1: Now, the thing is with this, Carmella has been shit for weeks. She's just been like not even paying attention in wrestling matches when she was the Women's Tag Team Champion. She was uh, flirting with Corey and all this sort of stuff, and I thought she would get utterly smashed by Bianca Belair, but she actually put up quite a fight against Bianca, which I was very surprised, and even at the end got some heat. They heated her back up, brother, Or beating up Bianca a little bit. So I was very surprised that Carmella had they gave Carmella as much as they did against Bianchi because Carmella has been so low on that totem pole.
3: Yeah. Francis,
1: Reyes, Mella is money. Your money, mate. I bet if you had your, if you're, <laughs> I'm sure you're, Mella is money you're out of my pocket because I would pay for her only fans when she leaves the WWE. That's what you're saying, franchise. We know there,
2: it. There was uh, there was a bit when Mella was making her entrance and there was a fan by the rail who started making it rain. Was this franchise franchise? Where were you last night? Were
1: you in <laughs> yeah. uh, in Vegas? Now, do you really think that become? No, I didn't think Carmella would beat Bianca, Eddie Hickey. No chance. But I thought that she would get run, steamrolled by Bianca, and they gave her a lot because she has been doing nothing last few weeks.
2: Yeah, it was a fairly fair fight, really, wasn't it? It was very fair. Very surprising.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, we then also had uh, Ronda Rousey, the uh, SmackDown Women's Champion, defending her title um, and defeating Natalia.
1: Natalia match
2: isn't it i just
1: i, it, just I thought just... this match was messy considering you've got <laughs> natalia in the ring who is like uh they bill her as a legend in theory in the women's women's division and ronda who isn't you it doesn't have bad matches and of course these guys train together i thought this match was horribly messy
2: yeah i i mean to be fair like Natalia has the whole billing, like you say, of being oh, she's a legend. She helped train up Ronda and whatnot, and she's 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 the old guard as much as that that is, you know. From, she's been there a long time. I've never really seen an Italian match, to be honest, that I've thought was good or was on on par with like the four horsewomen, you know. Yeah. Um. She and um, just her mannerisms. Um. When she's shouting to the crowd, I always just think, oh, this is not Butlins. I said it before. She just. She just makes me roll my eyes because she's just a pantomime wrestler with her reactions and stuff. And Rhonda Ronda had some good moments. I mean I think there's just better opposition for Rhonda to go against. Yeah. I just don't rate Natalia personally.
1: Really? No, I thought it was okay. I like the heat they built up before the match, but in the end it was okay, but the rest of the match was horribly messy actually. I didn't it wasn't very good. And I don't know, it, like Ronda her and her knee, she should be a bit more of a badass and losing to live like that, I feel. But oh well.
2: Well, I I uh, I was surprised with the
1: well, I wasn't surprised
2: with the live cashing just because we said it like on yesterday's show that they just have this inability to let the let someone hold the briefcase, you know, yeah. for a long period of time. Um but I did like the little faint that it looked like she was cashing and then just gonna lose it, like oh well what a waste. Yeah, that was know? quite cool, yeah. I like that. Um, I guess for it to have been more effective would have made sense if Natalia put a lot more pressure into like injuring uh, yeah. Ronda Yeah, 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 yeah. It- yeah,
1: hit her with a chair. The referee didn't see it or something like that. I bashed her into the ring steps. Yeah, put, put
2: post-match beatdown. Yeah. Put the chair around her ankle and stamp because or Because
1: why would a wrestling move hurt her knee that much when she's gone through loads of other wrestling uh, matches where she's had stuff done to her knee and it hasn't hurt her knee that much? Do you know what I
2: mean? I, I mean, I guess... I guess technically the win was with a roll up and you know, that's the most devastating move in WWE for the last few years. A roll up pin. But um yeah, I think missed opportunity to have more of a crazy sort of beat down either post match or or DQ or just in the match. Yeah. Like regular submission attempts. Um but yeah, we got Liv Liv's now SmackDown women's champion and uh Ooh. surprising, but yeah, it is surprising.
1: I, I wonder how long Liv will keep it. I think Liv will connect a lot to the young girls. That's what they'll like about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And maybe um, you won't see Ronda versus Liv at SummerSlam. Maybe like Charlotte will come back for a grudge match. You lost it. I lost it. Let's beat. Let's fight. Fight. Hmm. Destroy each well,
2: other. I guess we don't know like what kind of deal Ronda has. Is is it she back now again? Was yeah, pretty to much.
1: Full time every She'll week. She'll be on SummerSlam. There's no way I'll miss her for that big stadium show. Uh, Liv Morgan should hold it until 2023. But who does she lose it to, Mackenzie? Please let us know. Uh, James Jones on Brett's yeah. birthday. Have all days to do it. Oh. Brett asked, but wonder what he's doing. Oh, is that cake? Yeah, yeah, we got you a Victoria sponge cake, Brett Hart. Ugh. I want a chocolate. Oh, you we know, you... got you this you know triple
2: hazelnut cake. I'm allergic to nuts. Yeah, it's great.
1: Thanks. Mm. <sighs> it's lot of calories, Happy birthday, though. great! Happy birthday to me. Thanks, got me the wrong cake you're clearly not the best there is at ordering me cakes got your, we got you some celebratory beers oh, i don't like that brand yeah <laughs>
2: most negative man in the world bro yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. we got you surprise part i don't know surprises yeah
1: cool there's okay, everyone there great <laughs> we'll just go home shall we uh qr on website the roll-up pin is the most devastating moving it is the most devastating moving we yeah. you got it
2: another reason why i stopped watching the regular raw was every match was uh was a roller but that's That's enough ragging. That's enough ragging. Um, Yeah, so we had that cash-in, and we then got to the
1: final match. Loads Um, of annoying promos as well.
2: uh, Loads of annoying promos. Um, Everyone kind of entered. The original participants, Drew McIntyre, Madcap Moss, uh, Omos, Riddle, Sami Zayn, Seth Freakin' Rollins, and Seamus. And then Adam Pearce comes out.
1: I just say hey, before we get to the match, I did like almost having actual wrestling gear rather than just black trousers and a black vest. They put some bit of like aesthetics onto his mm. black trousers and black vest. It just looks a little bit more more like a wrestler rather than just a guy who's wearing black trousers and black vest. I quite liked his gear. He
2: make, he makes some terrifying noises. Like he does he not does. sound human when he's no. grunting in the ring. It's like that. That yeah, I'd be terrified. I'd be terrified to be in there. Um, Adam Pearce comes out. and He says, "Look, we're we're adding an eighth participant to the match." thinking ooh, oh oh is this interesting is this going to be someone new is that someone returning from injury oh no they did brock lesnar thing by is having someone... theory
1: <sighs> and yeah theory is now mr money in the bank that's interesting because there's a lot of talk of him going up against cena at SummerSlam. um mm-hmm. now where did they go what did you think of the match first tes do you think it was good i like seamus and drew i love that chemistry those guys have yeah, when they're doing, they're both kind
2: of fighting to do the ten,
1: yeah,
2: uh, bells of the Bowery or whatever it is. Uh, yeah, I think it was it was a good match. It was a good match. There was um some cool spots, um not that many that kind of stick in my head, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. I liked some of the stuff when there was the two ladders and you had Rollins and Riddle on the adjacent ladders fighting each other. Yeah, yeah, that was good. Uh, Madcap Moss had a bit of a badass moment. He was he seemed to be fairly quiet a lot at the match, but there was. The cool fall away slam.
1: Um almost through the table was quite cool, taking him out of the match.
2: Yeah, when they all picked up Omos. That was impressive. Yeah, that was cool. That was cool. Um and yeah, I think they, they it was generally quite a good match. I mean, money in the banks don't miss the mark too often. Um and I, <laughs> I I mentioned yesterday on the preview show that I hate it when it's the same old, same old winning, like, you know, the predictable. So I can't really complain that someone new has won it and someone yeah. new is getting the rocket strapped to them, but I just hate who it is. Yeah,
1: but well, you got a heel Roman Reigns champion, so when's the theory going to hold it forever? I guess yeah. he's not going to catch it in until someone, uh,
2: someone face wins. And do you know what? Mentioning the SummerSlam thing wouldn't surprise me if he loses to Cena and then tries to cash in on. Well, he's not going to cash it in on Brock because he's terrified of Brock. If
1: Brock were to win, uh, bonkers. he's not going to cash in on Roman. Yeah, Bonkers LFC a Cena theory not happening at SummerSlam. He's heard. Uh, oh, okay. Oh, okay. Uh, and but maybe he should still have Cena match. Now theory can lose to Cena without the US title around and still have the briefcase. Q on oh, Webster? Did... No, it's the late installation. Oh well, yeah. Because Eddie Hickey said, "What's the point of the uh, qualifier match uh, taking up TV time, not for any other reason?"
2: Uh, ju- what I would quite like, because of him being this cocky, arrogant heel that you know, he's he's in with Vince McMahon, have him keep the briefcase yeah. for a little while, getting cocky and all this. Um, but cashing in and losing, because they don't all have to cash in and win and mm. have that
1: his confidence. Maybe, but then does that turn in babyface, which we don't want to see babyface? God, no, I don't want to see That'd be pe- awful. I can't.
2: God. Um, I mean, the best case scenario we can have, we can hope for if someone Chances oh. in for the briefcase.
1: And t- Wonder if Theory cashes in at Clash of the Castle. Oh God. Oh my That'd God. That'd be awful. Hope not. Uh, and uh, songwriter half pain Theory should not be the damn Money in the Bank winner. A lot of people don't like Theory. But is that good? Is he given the question? Is with theory, has he got like the wrestling heat because he's a good bad guy, or has he got the heat of oh man, just get him off my telly? I don't want to see him because he's awful. X Pac Heat famous. Mm. Uh, See, the
2: difficulty I think would be I I can't comment really too much because I am only seeing the odd snippets of highlights on on YouTube and then the pay per view or premium live events. So I don't know if he's got X Pac Heat or just heel heat um, because I'm not seeing him uh regularly enough but i've got no interest in the characters we've mentioned before um it'd be interesting if they can make him uh interesting but <laughs> if someone new winning it i guess and if it's someone new going up into the title picture then i can't really complain too much but i just wish it was someone other than theory
1: question now i didn't see theory come come down from the ladder when he won when he won it he kind of ran down it that was actually quite What, r 3
2: won? Yeah, he got he got it, and then he basically facing forwards just
1: walked down it like it's stairs to get his phone. To get his phone, yeah. And then right, he went straight back I didn't yeah. see that bit, so he did get his phone. I was thinking, where did he keep his phone?
2: <laughs> no, he he basically just ran down the ladder. I was thinking, bloody hell, he's confident. is he imagine
1: that falling flat on his face after just
2: <laughs> Falling off, hitting the ropes, breaking. Oh god.
1: Uh James uh, Jones, how I see we've been fans for a long time at least we've got a newer face for it. we could have got Brock again,
2: yeah yeah, uh yeah, this is the thing it's yeah i i i I, I never like the whole thing of someone being on the card earlier, losing or whatever, then getting added like it's like when it happens to elimination chamber yes I think, oh, for God's sake, just stop at it because then you know that they're probably going to win it, uh, yes otherwise what's the point? um but yeah it's it's a new person it's a new person hopefully being added to the title scene so that will mix things up so it's not just brock roman drew and
1: sometimes bobby q on a website no one can save to be after roman's departure maybe who knows um cody's pretty good apart from his injury and songwriter half yeah. pain theory is a good wrestler but WE is pushing him too soon and forcing him down the fans throats but not forcing him down as a baby face like did You must like this guy, you know, or then he's annoying people from years back. He's a bad guy theory. So at least we don't have to like him, Mm. if you know what I mean. I I can't ever see this guy being a good guy. I can't ever see anyone ever liking him.
2: It's not like you've got him coming out, trying to be a face, and then, you know, Michael Cole's going, oh, he all theory's always getting a divisive reaction. The The fans fans
3: are are crazy crazy here
1: in Philadelphia. They don't know what they're thinking. They must like him. He's got people on their feet. Is Rock versus Roman happening there? I don't know. Bonkers. Liverpool FC. I think it's LFC. Mm, I don't
2: know.
1: We've got a very active chat tonight, Tez. Welcome everybody to the stream. Yeah. Good to have you guys. If you guys are new here, uh, please do hit the subscribe mm-hmm. button. We are live doing the Ministry of Slam every single Sunday at 7pm UK, 2pm Eastern. So uh, if you like the wrestling content, uh, please do uh, come and hit the subscribe and join our, join our community. It'd be good to have you here. We also do a lot of other shows as well. We've got the Ministry of Horror, Tez does on, on Tuesdays. We do gaming streams and a lot of other stuff as well. So welcome everybody who's new here. Good to have you guys here. Each week we get new people and it's awesome to have you here welcome welcome everybody so tez what would you score this pay for you out of 10 mate
2: um okay so i've got a factor in a few things it was a good three hours just just around about that. so it wasn't a stupidly long three hours
1: seven minutes but i think that was probably if you skip the entrances there was promos. dude more than that i reckon it was probably like 45 minutes of just nothing skip through just, fast forward all the entrances skipable. and the stupid promos you could get it down to two hours this pay for you easy
2: yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it was um, a- outside the promos, a tightly concise um, event. The matches were generally all good, a couple of scary moments in the women's uh, yeah. money in the bank. But otherwise, WWE have a habit recently of getting your expectations low, but then kind of over delivering. The yes. last few sort of pay per view events, you've been like, oh, God, I don't care about this, but it's been pretty
1: entertaining. So for me, this is a good seven, seven point five out of ten. Well, that's high for a Fed paper. I'd give it five and a half out of oh, ten. Okay. Over half. Over half. Fifty five percent of my vote. Guys, give it a give it your seven out of ten and chat. King King says six out of ten. Guys, give us your number, just type one number if you want seven, you know, uh it'd be great. Let us know what you think the the um the uh pay-per-view score was. The people was about eight from Songwriter Heart of Pain. Interesting. Hmm and uh, that's quite interesting quite a positive vibes this paper i feel Tess. not long till summer slam no i mean i just it's like a month less than a month away now isn't it it's is this it? summer slam on a sunday must be i don't know i think so I that it's quite good when it's on a saturday actually i quite like it it's oh no it's saturday great it's a saturday cool oh great we can do another live preview thing yeah and review it on the sunday that's quite good quite handy well done wrestling helping us out with our sunday wrestling show <laughs> <laughs> very very good Bogazel yeah, it's saturday that's good uh james jones 7.5 baby i 6.5 francis rest seven generally positive vibes on the pay per view. i feel like everyone's uh, over the over the halfway mark uh the final stop on the road to SummerSlam. francis rare says uh, interesting mm-hmm. thoughts there francis
2: Priceless, uh, <laughs> priceless. At least it was not four and a half hours and an added bonus match on the buy in, making 13 match card. WWE sometimes less is more. Yes. What a,
1: br- briefly, what? Ted, what did you think? We haven't really spoke about it because, of course, that's like a week ago now. What did you briefly think of Forbidden Door? Quick, great wrestling. Uh, so, yeah, the
2: wrestling was excellent. Um, uh, w- one thing we haven't mentioned, which is relating to this, um, we should have got the debut of Orange Cassidy's Return yes. to his Indie Music. Uh, so starship is it jefferson yeah 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 jefferson starship jane oh
1: god i excellent. love that song
2: tony, tony khan didn't put it on forbidden door because apparently he was annoyed that someone leaked it so he delayed it for dynamite which i just thought come on whatever excellent song but yeah i mean osprey versus uh cassidy i think was my favorite um i generally thought it was good i like people may have picked up on uh on last week's show i don't know a lot of the new japan wrestlers. yes uh so it did make my investment in it not as good as it could have been and i did kind of feel that you know you were generally getting it did seem like it was a lot of AEW wins but the wrestling was great the in-ring products it was great but i just if i knew or had a bit more knowledge of everyone involved then i probably would have got more involved in some of the other matches
1: i agree i i I feel the same i kind of i i do wish they did do a versus situation where it was uh, AEW guys versus the new japan guys
2: yeah, like a sort of survival like series s-
1: type. To- scoring, oh, yeah. anything like through the through the like like they had the invasion pay paper years and years ago. I kind of feel like that would have been better for for me um but uh my god that sting moment jumping off the <laughs> what sting sting is mental that was great what a great entrance like he comes where sting he's not there and then he's up in the rafters so you think oh my god is he gonna is he gonna rappel down like the old nitro days and then there's a spotlight goes on and he jumps on oh, jumps on the young bucks and the bullet club oh my god that was amazing imagine so if anyone's new here i absolutely love sting and the fact that he's 63 doing bananas stuff like that was absolutely brilliant <laughs> it was really a, cool
2: dude just dude with it a do dude with that is a total
1: dude actually that was that was amazing just jumping I, off on those guys it's I quite a bloody what, high as well
2: yes i mean christ i'd get a nosebleed up that high um <laughs> just looking in the chat i, I agree with james Jones. i said tony needs to be the, the promoter and not friends he needs to be that boss I saw some of the pictures um, or some of the little videos, sorry, um, of the media scrum afterwards when he was like uh, hugging Okada and hugging uh, Claudia. And both times, both guys were kind of like, uh, okay, thanks, Tony. Thanks. And there was a moment where, I don't know if you saw the little short video, um, it was Jay White and Tony Khan. And Jay White was really pissed off about something. I think he just felt like his time was wasted. Right. And he just kind of stormed off and then Tony Khan just sat there by himself going, yeah, you guys might need to watch out. He's a yeah seems to be a little bit annoyed <laughs> so, well, okay i think
1: it's positive hugging. all those all those hug positives it's very good
3: P- positive vibes giving upset.
1: everyone giving everyone hugs i enjoyed it it was good tony different needs to be a wee promoter to make it better hmm i'm surprised fran the cannon was happy got go to one with the buy and anything to have his theme on any broadcast it's good and uh i think it's got a hot topic debate is the pixie's or steph jefferson starship better bye for Jeff- jefferson starship if i'm honest that was great. Yeah, I've never really been a Pixie fan. I've never be been a Pixies fan either, Tes, I'll be honest no, I,
2: I think I first listened to them when I was going through my initial kind of grunge phase and I think Kurt Cobain was a big Pixies fan, so I thought, oh cool. Uh did nothing for me. Um I don't I'm not really a big Nirvana fan anyway.
1: No, um but Jane banging song. Jane is a banging song. It's great from a uh, uh, wet hot American summer. That's why it's yes. good. <laughs> it's great brilliant brilliant film brilliant series it's Love great it. yeah there we go test that was uh, our review of the week's wrestle i guess um but yeah. guys if anyone is new here guys we take some calls later on so if you want to phone in we got we go download zoom onto your phone and i'll post a link in chat and you can go come and call us not just get heard by the people in the chat room but it also goes out to a big network of podcast listeners because this show regularly charts in the wrestling podcast charts around the world and also often hits the top 100 in the uk wrestling podcast charts so uh please do go and um and uh download zoom and we'd be very welcome to come and call us we've had some new callers from around the world last few weeks it's fantastic chatting to you guys we love it so uh, please do give us your thoughts on uh the wrestling uh does anyone believe the fiend will be returned to... i don't think so i think that that promo was for for edge uh rickety and uh Kewan webster no he's done with that but yeah i think he's done i think they're just hinting at the fiend with this edge thing um yeah. and james jones i'm not dissing aw has to prove so far your friends or xwb you'll be fine in that company and that's not the route to go and swindon dan bon jovi all the way i agree swindon dan
2: yeah um i have noticed one thing um is it after we get through the next segment is it me asking you the questions this week so i haven't i need to pull up yes it some, is some information right okay um if you want to read through the first bit of the next section i'll quickly uh i'll quickly find the uh,
1: okay oh guys i look. tell you what actually i will say um all right dude so uh we have got a situation right now on the internet so there's a very cool thing so if you check out this shirt i've got on the cream of the crop this retro macho man randy savage shirt here that i've got on right here so we have got an affiliate link with t public which is an awesome T public uh t-shirt company that prints. Uh, independent artists artwork and um, put on a t-shirt and you can get some awesome t-shirts So I've got a link here and I'll post it into the chat that if you Want to go and get some awesome looking tea not just it's not just wrestling teachers, There's some ministry slam teachers up there, but all sorts of things if you like anything There's a link there that you can go and um basically click on order any t-shirt you want to get and it will a uh, little bit of kickback will come back to the MOS network and it will not cost you any money so uh any extra money and it just helps us out because we get some uh, you can get yourself some wicked t-shirt tez just bought five t-shirts <laughs> before <laughs> uh, MOS yeah. went live
2: Fa- fans of uh fans or live viewers uh because this won't really affect podcast listeners of the ministry of horror probably in the next few weeks you're going to be seeing a lot of very cool brand new t-shirts because uh 10 minutes before the show goes live, Lawrence goes, oh, you know, here's the
1: channel. 35% coaches. off on the website, Ted, go get some cool yeah. t-shirts, mate. Thought <laughs> <it to laughs> you me, might no. buy one, he bought five.
2: <laughs> well, it's prepping for the show, I'm like, oh, that looks cool. Oh, a, a kind of neon Frankenstein's monster, yep. Oh, David from the Lost Boys, that looks cool. Uh, Sutter Kane from uh, In the Mouse of Madness. Um, oh,
1: yeah. I think it's the best. If you're going to buy any t-shirts, go and get them, because this is banging. It's Cream of the crop, Randy Savage t-shirt. Yeah. I want you to watch an old school Randy Savage Tez uh, match for uh, Tez's homework. We haven't we haven't got that one in. we never. Uh, if,
2: if if I get round to doing double duty, I'll do Savage.
3: Uh... I don't want you to see
1: that match. I want you to see a different Randy Savage match. But of course, we have oh, forgot okay. about that one. So, okay. uh, how you like the end of Stranger Things? There we go. No no worries, James. And Tez has got news on the Stranger Things situation. When's that coming out, Tez?
2: So James Jones tomorrow. There's going to be a little. It's it's the start of the week is Ministry of Horror almost. uh We got the Quarry gameplay, which I'll get into on the plugs later on. But straight after that, at nine o'clock UK time, um, I I pre-recorded, but you'll be getting to show a uh a, a spoiler chat on the final two episodes of Stranger Things. So if you haven't seen Stranger Things yet and you are going to want to watch it, maybe maybe don't give that a watch live. Um, it's going out at nine o'clock tomorrow. But if you have watched it and you want to be in the live chat i will be in the live chat um and just talk all strange things let me know your opinions but we'll save it all the spoilers tomorrow 9 p.m UK.
1: Ooh, that's good i think we're getting all too excited Ted. oh a little bit too excited again to chill we're getting too excited man i think i feel like we need to uh just chill out and get a bit more serious because wrestling is mm. too crazy right now and we need to get serious are you ready i, I think i'm ready now yes yeah, about time let's get serious and now, Ministry of Slam proudly presents a very serious wrestling promo. You need to listen, Undertaker. I've been watching you, dead man. You're full of more crap than a supersized deadpan. And the whole thing's a front man. You ain't never been deceased. You drive from funeral to funeral just to hit on a priest. I heard rumors about you, dog. You used to hit on men often. I2 Way Paul Bearer. He said you'd share the same coffin. It was never dead man. The whole time you were faking. And you beating John Cena, you gravely mistaken. See, you old news dog, fans won't even miss you. You ain't a dead man. You're just a dead issue. And at vengeance, I'm going to prove the big dog is all bark. I'm gonna claim my territory and piss right on the mark. Word, life. John Cena, WWE SmackDown, 17th of the 7th, 2003. Thank you. And that was a very serious wrestling promo.
0: ministry of slam radio show
1: we are back Um, yes we're back ted
3: how you doing
2: i'm good man i'm good i'm i'm feeling uh I, I was—I felt a bit lethargic on last week's show with all the, you know, the the health stuff. But I'm feeling pretty good today, mate. I'm I'm, I'm full of
1: beans. It's, it's kicked through all the all the um, medical advice is giving you beans. Mm. Do you know what I actually
2: think it is? So is? I've been eating very clean this week, changing my Ooh, diet
1: completely. as part, you know, just
2: you got to. But I was in the shops, and I saw something at the till checkout. You know, they place things there to catch your eye. Yes. And I thought, you know what. You can always have an emergency treat. They they have mint flavored dime bars.
1: Oh my god, mint yeah. flavored diamonds. Mint, what, toffee and mint. Oh, I suppose that works.
2: Mm. Oh yeah, I, I bought I bought some. I had I one.
1: I was thinking, I think I
2: can risk it. I've got meds here. If it goes, if it goes haywire, uh, so maybe that's it. Maybe actually, chocolate mint is the the key. I think I think that's what it is. That's
1: it. That's the that's the that's the fix for any ailments. Chocolate mint. <laughs> exactly. Um. <laughs> There we
3: go. Shall we?
2: Shall we have a look at uh, this week in wrestling history? Let's go, Tez. First up, July fourth, nineteen eighty-seven. Um, first ever War Games match. The NWA Great American Bash was held at the Omni in Atlanta, Georgia, and is notable for the debut of the War Games match created by Duff Bibbit the match inspired by the film mad max beyond thunderdome we don't need another hero lord
1: we don't we've been speaking a lot about war games this week um and i think it's mad you think it's mad really about the success of um the blood and guts match that the fed never really did a proper war games they did do the nxt war games didn't they i mean that's Mm. that's that's cool but it did take them a long time to get to that you think why did they not do a war games ever, and for year, for years it's such it a cool t-
2: concept it took a long time as well for them to do like um, I'm showing my poor wrestling knowledge what was the big, what was the Wrestlemania of WCW 17 no 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 sorry the Starcade um, yeah it took them a long time to do their version of that and it was like a hell show thing my, my impression with Wargames why it took them so long to do it was I guess this reluctance to do something that they haven't invented or, you know, that is related to yeah. WCW, even though they own WCW. That's the only thing I can think. Um, I mean, it seems crazy, but it was cool that it came back in, you know, NXT. Yes, Around very the time cool, yeah. that NXT was just like really, really, really good.
1: Uh, Barrackley says um, because of the seats, uh, fans can fit in their space. But what about the merchandise? It's a two ring set for kids. They'd love that. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Mm. Oh, God, y'all. So. Yeah, the first ball games this week in 1987, Tez. Wow, is that one
2: worth the uh, worth? Watch? Not it was, homework, a, it was but... just
1: it was just a house show.
2: All right, the house okay. show
1: tour you can see it.
3: Hmm.
2: All right. Well, I mean, either way, I thoroughly enjoyed. I thoroughly. You never think you're going to say it,
1: but I enjoyed my homework. Um... That's a so, good match, dude. That's when uh, there's it some good WCW going on in 91, especially in the war games thing and horsemen yeah, and all that good stuff. Um, so, yeah, that was that was, uh, that was was uh, the first war games match this week in 1987. Here we go to next one. Pew.
2: Next one, July 6th, 1988. 1998, sorry. Goldberg Street continues. WCW Monday Nitro is at the Georgia Dome, Atlanta, uh, in front of over 41,000 fans. In the main event and in his hometown, United States champion Goldberg pinned Hulk Hogan clean in the middle of the ring, following a spear and a jackhammer to become the WCW heavyweight champion and extend his legendary unbeaten streak.
1: And they only promoted this three days before Tez on the Thunder on the Thursday night and promoted that that Goldberg would be going against Hogan. And they got 41,000 people in there. And not- people say, why did they not promote it uh yeah. that much? Uh give it a pay-per-view or something like that. Yeah. Uh they have got even more in there. This is when WWE was super, super hot, Goldberg, NWO. And man, three days notice and got forty one thousand people in there. I mean, you don't get that now for you know, AW or WE for a for a TV show.
2: You you gotta think forty one thousand people getting in there to watch it live, how many would have been wanting to pay what was it, I guess, twenty, forty, maybe sixty dollars. I don't know what they kind of charged on pay per view. Like that would have made huge money.
1: Yes, it would have. But they'll say Bet Bischoff was all about all about the um the ratings and mm. a single rating might have been better than Raw that night. I don't really know what the rating scores was on the both of those shows, but that could have been such a huge pay per view. Legendary match built it up for a month. Goldberg versus Hogan. oh It would have been yeah. good. So yeah, Rickety, Goldberg was a true beast. Goldberg was a beast back then beating Hogan mm. clean as well, good stuff. Yeah,
2: they, they, I mean, they, they kind of showed that they don't just take the uh, the ex-fed guys, you know, the the aging kind of guys. They can they can create every so often one or two kind of originals. He's and, a huge yeah.
1: star, like Goldberg still is a huge Excellent. star, oh, and yeah. and I mean, to be fair, Hogan, massive NWA Hogan, like I think he's brilliant NWA Hogan. Not that one you saw. This is when he's in prime, being a bad guy, Hulk Hogan, not I a mean, uh, hog wild Hulk Hogan when he first done it. It, yeah
2: the, the character was cool and everything but the match is the match which was the match was shit terrible
1: yeah. that's that terrible uh ruined goldberg's win stings win ddp's run Jarrett's run they did mess up a lot and uh, it could have been huge it Had such big stars uh but yeah three days notice forty-one thousand people went to the atlanta georgia dome mate to see that there's some interesting footage you can find on youtube of this as well where it's like it's before the show like someone's managed to get hold of the, the tapes of shivani and i think mike tenet testing their microphones and it's just the thing panning over the crowd as the crowd filter in. You can find that on YouTube. It's quite an interesting, wow. interesting video. So go check that out, guys. It's a good one. Next one, Tez.
2: Excellent.
1: July fifth,
2: twenty sixteen, the first ever cinematic match. Uh, Impact Wrestling were ahead of the curve and uh, aired what is considered to be the first true cinematic match in wrestling, titled "The Final Deletion." The match pitted jeff hardy versus matt hardy and was filmed at the hardy compound in north carolina this match introduced the wrestling world to the broken universe and led to a career resurgence for both hardys who were re-signed by wwe the following spring
1: what, what did you, you think, think of if, what oh. do you think
2: <laughs> um so yeah my first my first view of it uh was very much initially i wasn't regularly watching impact i would dip in every so often because it was more available um but my first kind of opinion of it was like oh my god what are they doing yeah but then it was one of those things that when you kind of then think about it and then when they did a few more kind of cinematic matches like with decay and stuff i thought decay was an awesome stable yes yes um i kind of realized that look they're taking advantage of trying something new and actually you know if you're having two people essentially doing a choreographed or a pre-arranged finish yeah event. yeah yeah. why not do it in a cinematic style because you think when people say like oh you watch wrestling that's fake usually responses where well, you watch films they're not real yeah yeah yeah. what did you think of it
1: i thought it was great i watched it back again today so cool and all the music behind it and the little storyline it was fantastic got loads of ratings for impact that night as well high ratings and just, it was, i thought it was brilliant and just the idea like he said vanguard one and you know my, <laughs> this is my army of robots you've seen them and it was so cool, and then he got back together and did another one, didn't they? And oh, it was really cool. I remember the um, Lake of Reincarnation, wasn't it? And he came back, at, yeah. came out as Willow, but it was actually um, Senor Benjamin. <laughs> it was, it was oh, really yeah. cool.
2: I, I think that that impact is probably for me my favorite period of Matt Hardy's career when he when he was doing Big Money Matt, then turning into Broken Matt, and then the Broken Universe. Like yeah. he was really on a roll. I've always been more of a jeff hardy fan because of him doing the flashier stuff but the whole broken Matt character here like wwe d- did like a version of it which was all right at times and it didn't really work when he came into AEW, and they didn't no, no. stick with it too long no, but this stuff was actually really really good so fair play to impact
1: yeah i right, do i see do you think there's a space in wrestling for cinematic matches going forward now crowd fans are back in the arenas i the think Sting so. one was quite good last year but that was still when there wasn't crowds in I think so.
2: I think it will depend on um, depend on the characters involved as to yep. what. Because you don't even need to. It, we know that it doesn't always work. Like there was the cinematic match between was it Champa Gargano one of the last times that they fought, and I didn't I, think that was great.
1: Yeah, I think so. Yeah.
2: Um, so I guess it depends. I think it works best in this instant if you're just going to go full weird. And you're just yeah. Gonna go with it.
1: The Undertaker one was cool. With AJ. Yeah. Uh, yeah Baby Ice. Was, r- was it Baby I said? Oh yeah. Uh wish we well, got the Sting versus Undertaker cinematic match. I agree. That would have been cool, cool. Yeah.
2: Well they did um I mean, this is me showing my limited WCW knowledge. Wasn't there a uh a graveyard match between Vampiro and Sting?
1: I believe there was Tez, but I don't know if it was cinematic like this, sort of with different angles and sound effects and things like that.
2: Oh, okay, fair enough. Uh yeah, I th- I think there's a I think there's a place for it if just, you know, with the right characters and how they use it. Yeah
1: cena versus bray was good james jones says that was interesting that was yes. a weird one that was a weird one i really was really, like good
2: that. yeah it's the history of cena really and like the nwo in there as well
1: yeah cena should turn heel. that's good i think there is still a space for cinematic matches and this was one of the first and and one of the best i'd say still so yeah that happens uh, was it 2017 uh 2016 2016 six years yeah. ago dude six years ago wow time moves fast time exactly. moves fast there we go. Oof. Vampire and the Demon was the graveyard, Tez. Oh, the Demon. The Kiss Demon. Oh, God, the Kiss Demon. Thank you for subscribing, Bonkers LFC. There wasn't uh, the Misfits in WCW at
2: one point as well. I believe
1: they were. I believe they were. The Mr. Priceless. Uh, it was F Ingenious, all that thank good old G- uh, Jeremy Borash. Says that. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, no, great. It was great. Very, very cool. Very, very cool uh, match, I believe. I enjoyed that. So yeah, there we go, Tez. There we go. So you know what time it is for now. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the 2.11 quiz where each week we swap it over, where we read out what restless birthday's coming up this week. And we've got two minutes and 11 seconds to guess whose birthday it is. And this week, Tez is going to read me the clues. I'm going to close the chat off, Tez, and then get close the music. Chat. And guys, quickly Low go, get, get your Zoom downloaded because we will be opening up the calls after the 2.11 quiz. So Tez, are you ready for the 2.11 quiz? I am ready. Are you ready, Lawrence? Probably quiz. not, but let's go for it. Ready? Here we go. The 211 quiz starts now. This
2: wrestler was born July 5th, 1989. They were trained by Al Snow, DJ Hyde, Les Thatcher, Shawn Michaels, and John Damer. They debuted on April 26th, 2008. Hmm. They debuted in Combat Zone Wrestling. Um, They were a regular team with Tyler Veritas. Uh, On the independent circuit, they wrestled in MCW Rage Television. This is probably a bit niche. (laughs) I'll move ahead. Uh, They debuted in Ring of Honor on February 28th, 2009. Tyler Black. No. Um d- 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 they allied themselves with uh, fellow newcomer Kyle O'Reilly.
1: Uh
2: um, I don't know. They formed the tag team Future Shock before disbanding and he teamed with Eddie Edwards. I don't know! Uh, on May eighth, twenty sixteen, at Global Wars, they joined Bullet Club.
3: Ah! Uh,
2: um, they signed with the WWE in twenty seventeen, debuting in Adam Cole. NXT. What was that Adam Cole? Adam Cole, baby!
1: Did I get it? You got it! Yay! Do the celebration it. music. Let's go! knowledge is not so poor wow we did it well done. well done well done well done chat room you all got it too kenny williams got it i didn't get it for ages but we got it we got it i didn't realize adam cole was actually trained by sean michaels beforehand but i get always that during nxt uh might have been during nxt i uh, just looked at the train by section wow there we go tez we did it we did it we did it we did it right let's get that let's get that link in the chat if anyone wants to phone in, in let, let me just it. check i've got that waiting room enabled i believe i have It is. So guys, if you want to phone in, you're welcome to call in. uh, Yes, so please do phone in. It's great when we chat to you from around the world. And uh, here we go, Tez. Here's the link. Copy that. Put that in. Call in, guys. There's a link in the the chat room. Click on the Zoom and you can call in and you'll be in the waiting room. And then I will enable you in. Uh, We'll take some calls. And anyone can phone in and talk about wrestling or anything, really, if they want to talk about anything else. And it's quite oh quite gosh. a good time. We enjoy chatting to you guys. And uh you don't only get heard here on the podcast on the YouTube, but you get heard on the podcast as well. And did you put ACB, you know that he stands for Bay Bay? There we go. Bye bye. We got a caller already, Tez. Oh, who is it? Should admit we him? It's, yeah. it's it's Pericles. Here we go. Host of Tony is. He's joining the chat. Here we go. He has joined. It's Pericles. Welcome, dude. Barakles. How you guys doing? Miguel mate how you doing all good
5: not bad not bad a little tired but other than that
1: tired good. did you watch all the wrestling last night
5: I, I did I did I, I as I oh, as, pre- as predicted like on my back was just not giving up and I was just like uh... yeah fair enough I would I can either take a painkiller and sleep till 3 p.m yes or I'll just sit here and wait till I pass out pretty much and then then I realized the pay-per-view is over and I was like all right I better better lie down <laughs> <But> I'm pr- <laughs> I'm
1: pretty tired today oh man <laughs> Well, wow, uh, did you enjoy the pay per view? Uh,
5: bits of, bits of. Uh, I did get, I did get a chuckle with the result of the women's match.
1: Right, okay.
5: So I was like, yes, I look like Nostradamus. It's brilliant. Yeah, yes. Vacation.
1: <laughs> you did, mate, but, but um, shame you're rubbish at fall, guys.
5: Oh well, you know, there's not. As far as I'm concerned, there's no evidence of that. That's all doctored footage. <laughs> I am rubbish at fall, guys.
2: You are but, a hard uh, game. It's a hard game. Yeah, we'll, we'll say that. I mean, <laughs> but I'll yeah. say that because I'm not much better. <laughs> but you are better. That's a distinction. Well. <laughs> yeah, the, the pay-per-view
5: was all, all right. Uh, about as good as I expected it to be. The only problem I had was the moment Theory lost the US title. Right. I was like, okay, I see what's happening. He's going to be in the main event and win. Really? And, oh yeah, they've done it so many times now. Where somebody loses, but you know they, but you know they're in line for a push, right? Like, why did he lose? Why did he lose that? Because he's going on to bigger things. It's always the case; they always lose the IC title and then uh, break into somebody's part in the elimination chamber, or take number thirty in the World Rumble, or you know steal the briefcase for money in the bank
1: are you saying there recycle recycle um storylines over and over again
5: this is the fifth time they've had the, the women's champion catch in like really ridiculous ridiculously quickly so yeah i am i'm, oh. I'm definitely saying that it, i don't think any uh i think Mello was the was the only one that's had a long uh, briefcase rain, Is yeah. it as it
2: were. Yeah, that's about it, really. Isn't and it? then
5: everyone else has just been like, "It's it's been 30 days. This thing, this thing's itching in my hands." Cash uh, in. Yeah, the the only thing, like, the only if they want to complete the the quote unquote storyline they always do, then either as soon as SmackDown happens, Bailey will turn up and win the, win the title, and she'll go into a feud with with Ronda for the belt.
1: Right. Okay. Because
5: you know, because we can't have nice things. We kind of no. have things that people are interested in into into. Um with the main event of the the, the men's um Money in the Bank, I was sort of sit sat, sat sat there going, so if I've watched SmackDown all these weeks and I've watched all these qualifying matches and, and all that kind of stuff, you're basically telling me I've I wasted my time. Well, no, have you enjoyed it? And I, but I'd enjoy it more if the payoff wasn't. It doesn't. Nothing matters. Right. You know the, the end of the story. If the if the final act of the play, all the actors turn around and go, we didn't really figure out an ending, guys. Well, uh, well, we well, 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 you 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 decide what happens. Then the play's no good because there's no ending. If right. it's, if the storylines are the same kind of thing and just put us out, then um, then I I, I retroactively just kind of go the matches were all right, but they meant nothing. And matches that matches to me have to mean something. I
1: intense. agree, I agree. I said that last week. Storylines do do have to count. And just chucking a guy in at the end for no reason whatsoever, yeah, isn't great. Uh,
5: yeah, well, and I wouldn't mind if they hadn't done it previously quite a lot or seemingly quite a lot. But if he beat the shit situations.
1: out of someone, that might have be been more interesting. At least he beat someone up backstage and took their spot, you know. That might, yeah, it's not like Moss is story. getting
5: anywhere, I guess. Yeah, is, he, is his name just Moss now? It's is Moss. he just that like? Is he just that stuff that just grows, you know, in between
1: bricks? When the sun doesn't shine on it, it turns into moss. Yeah. And he's been <laughs> fake tanning. He needs to go outside and get some vitamin D because he's lost his first name.
5: Everyone does. Um Speaking of um, Pat McAfee. Yeah. I thought he was really good at Mania and I thought he was really good in that uh, in that War Games match. Yeah, in he was. NXT. Yeah. What on earth has he done to be saddled with Baron Bloody Corbin? A man who...
1: Has never had right, right, a match. Okay, who would you put him against then instead? Uh, I don't know. Let me have a go. I'm better than Baron Corbin. <laughs> if it wasn't Baron a... Corbin,
2: it'd probably be Dolph Ziggler. And I'd prefer Dolph Ziggler, but they do seem to be at that level of. Yeah. 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 It's just like,
5: like, Baron, the only time I've been remotely interested in Baron Corbin is when he was like penniless. I was like, oh, okay, this could be something. You know, this could be interesting. How is he going to get out of this? And it's like, oh, he just won money. Last time we were in Vegas, actually. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, but it was it, it just. I didn't. I don't understand. I just don't understand why he keeps getting chances and chances. Are. I guess he's dependable.
1: He's been there for years, mate. He's he's a guy, and he they love him. They must love him. Yeah. He's, he's a big dude. He can work all right. He can act. He showed have got different aspects of his character. Having no money, being the lone wolf, all these different things. He's all right. He's to perfect be f- for the Fed.
5: To be to be fair, he never he never seems to. He always seems to put his. Put himself into whatever they, they offer him. Like, <laughs> here's a dodgy reign with the King of the Ring, and here's yeah. this. And, I mean, you know, the thing, the thing is, of...
1: Barracles, you're slagging off, or you have your opinions on Baron Corbin, but Fran the Cannon in the chat just said, but I bet he's better, th- better than you at Full Guys.
5: Oh, God.
1: <laughs> right. Uh, I can't, I no, can't sorry. even. Sorry, we're running out of time, Berkeley. So we're out. Of oh time. no, 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 no,
5: no, no. Okay. For one, for one, I want to talk about Logan Paul. Okay, go for it. Uh, this just proves the ultimate thing to me. We can't make stars anymore, so they buy them.
1: That's I interesting.
5: Mean, yes. Apparently, apparently, it seems easier to train um, YouTube personalities and TikTok personalities. Um, to be wrestlers, then it to tra- train wrestlers to be the kind of quote unquote entertainers you want. So just buy someone with a, with with a following and hope that following
1: moves over. It's a bit of a shame when you have got someone like AJ Styles there who could be huge still in epic wrestling match. But you've seen them; they, AJ Styles been there for like six, since 2016. This is the thing they've they've wasted
5: <laughs> everyone because, uh, and I like I like Roman now. I think Roman's pretty cool now, but it took them how long to get there? And how many people did he have to absolutely annihilate along yep. along the way? And and the thing is, they didn't they didn't care enough to build anyone else up while they were building Roman. So it's like, I mean, you had that um, Shinsuke AJ match, little feud, yeah, and that could have been amazing. That was years back, but like nobody cared about it, so it just kind of happened and it was gone. Yeah, you know, um, it's just. I mean, they, James Jones in the chat room has just said they, they do seem to be building people on NXT. And hopefully now that Vince is in charge of anything, I mean, sorry, Vince is in charge of anything. Uh, hopefully now that Stephanie is in charge of uh, WWE, um, you know, the NXT, people coming up from NXT won't get treated like, oh, you're too small or whatever it is that happened to everyone that came up in Triple H's NXT. Yeah, Everyone from that just got treated like rubbish apart from like three people
2: isn't triple h now back in charge of nxt
5: that was a i heard that was a miss like a like a it was a misunderstood story he came he came in for a visit went yeah i'm back as in like i'm here for the day to see everyone oh right and then everyone reported as like triple h is back in charge she's back in
1: charge of nxt yeah
5: uh, I don't know if he's back permanently. He could be back permanently for Orno, but I've also heard that he literally came in, said I'm back, and then has just been kind of <laughs> uttering around. Yeah. He's not in. He's not in charge anymore.
1: He went to hype him up, says Kenny Williams. He's not back in the chair, charge.
5: Yeah. I mean that's that's cool. I mean, I don't know how many people you know personally know him now that are left in NXT.
1: They sure all seem to have still there, Who? Sure, Michaels is still down
5: there. Oh yeah, right. well, he's going go to say say hello to his friend. Mm. Uh but yeah, it's pretty pretty good stuff. I'm, but yeah, they just seem to be, like I said, buying people with big followings and hoping they'll come along. I mean, you had... Um, I'm still waiting for... um What's his name? Tyson Fury. I'm still waiting for him to get announced. For, Cash at the castle. castle.
1: Ugh, it's
5: it's going to happen because it will sell. But it's already sold, isn't it? It's not sold out. It's not sold out. I don't Is believe it? it's sold out. Is it out. not sold
1: out? Oh, my goodness.
5: No, uh, we could check it out because I don't I don't know but I've I never got an email telling it's sold out and WWE would be the first to crow about that I imagine mm. I, I mean it could be uh, I know I've got my tickets
3: yes well, I'm got mainly
5: go, I'm mainly going to see friends and stuff and be like hey
1: <laughs> like, uh, I don't think it's sold out
5: no because I, I I think you'd get an email saying wow you've got tickets to a sold out show blah blah
1: oh, hey, well. they, they love to do that stuff yeah
5: Um. yeah I just we've um forbidden do I need to I'll ask you a question
1: okay Well,
5: now that you've seen that and you saw those wrestlers that you didn't know are you now more interested in those people to go and watch New Japan yes Shota Umino that's that's the entire point of that show for New Japan yeah Shota Umino it's I want to see is to make you go oh, I liked Okada I liked Shota Umino I liked I'll go and check out their events on New Japan World yeah that's the only point I mean, they even said they want to do Forbidden Door two as a new Japan event from Japan, and do it the other way, and have AEW like less AEW people in there, and do it kind of a reverse. That'd oh, be right. Yeah, I'd watch that. But um, it seems to be have been reasonably successful. But again, AEW need to. They've got to do something to let you go. Like. Here are the people that are coming in, and here's why they're coming in rather than, oh, you know, so and so. It's really starting to get on my nerves because, like, yes, I do, but I watch a lot of wrestling. Yes. You know, uh,
1: but yeah, so you don't think Cesaro is any good then coming in?
5: Oh, I love Cesaro. C- 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 no, Cesaro, you know who C- Cesaro is, but, like, unless you watch New Japan, you've got no idea who Ricardo right. is.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah.
5: You just know. Apparently, these fans love love them smokada. but mm. your casual fan who I know AEW aren't really bothered by, or don't seem to be because they should be going. Here's why it's a big deal. Not you already know why it's a big deal. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's crazy that they've got they've done they're doing well, but I think they could be doing better.
1: Right. Okay. Um, well no what for AEW I think it was okay for AW, but again that's the whole point you're going to check out to Umino when I saw his against PAC at RevPro that pricked my ears up. I was oh he was great on Forbidden Door I'm looking forward to seeing him wrestle Pack. that's really cool so I guess that was the point in the pay-per-view um, and we'll see how much we progress through after seeing these guys again I still wish it was a versus situation with you know uh, you know a score at get... the end for a trophy I... or something like that I think you'll
5: get another one next year that's like this one Yeah. And I think the year after you might get a okay. Now let's see who the best company is. Okay. I think for right now they're acting as like ah oh, we we get along. And
1: yeah. if they get
5: to a third one, it could be like actually you've really annoyed me.
1: Let's take and, it out. Yeah, not invasion. Yeah. Like you know, it's a pre-booked competition that lots of some silly invasion yeah. thing. That'd be quite cool. Um, but yeah, cool. Well, thanks for filling in, okay, so What No are your, problem. What are coming up on turning years this week. Oh,
5: turning years this week. Uh, it's a big one. It's Starcade '88. It's the last event of 1988. Uh, it's Flair versus Luger in the main event. And uh, after that, we'll be going on to 1989. But it's a, it's a pretty big event. I think it's our longest episode. Uh, I think it's our longest. I'm not quite sure on that. Mm-hmm. That's it's cool. our longest episode
1: so far. Let's put it that way. That's cool. That's um, cool. So if no one knows, uh, Barakles or Paul does a show on the podcast feed. And it also goes onto YouTube as an audiogram. Where he uh, goes through the transition of Jim Crockett Promotions to WCW, and he's just got up to Starcade '88. So there's a lot of good episodes on the podcast feed, and up, up on YouTube as well. So go and check it out, guys. It'll be out on Tuesday morning at seven p- seven a.m. UK, two a.m. Eastern time. If you're in America, Chai Town Rumble coming in to turn Oh, yeah? Chai
5: Town Rumble! I think that is episode ten. Ooh. Which we've 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 recorded a few ahead in case we get ill. Or, you know, we can't we can't make make time to record. So we are a few ahead. But uh yeah, we we'll, we we definitely do some talk about Choi Rumble.
1: Cool, cool. That's good. Looking forward. to Looking forward to checking out the show on Tuesday. Veracles, mm-hmm. nice one.
5: Thank you very much. Thanks for
1: Nice one, dude.
5: Sorry, I, I keep doing this. Hi Tess, how are you? Uh,
2: hi, mate. I'm all right. How are you?
5: I'm good. I'm good. I do apologize. I'm gonna just talk to you at one point. <laughs> Cause <laughs> I keep being like, I haven't talked to Tess. I must look like a complete
1: git. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. It's all right. Fine. Cool. Nice one, Bericley. Cheers, dude. Good all right, right, man. Bye, mate. Bye. 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 So uh, Kenny's phoning, but Franchio's phoned in first. Case so we're going to allow Franchise in. See what nonsense he talks about, and then uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll allow you in after that, uh, Kenny. So here comes the franchise, and then uh, so if anyone else also wants to phone in, please do. Here is the link on Zoom. So we've got a waiting room. Franchise is joining, and then Kenny will join in after. Here comes our franchise. Hello, Jose, Gasper in the chat. And franchise, welcome to the stream. Hi, it's a franchise? I know. I just said that. I can see your name. Welcome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, have you been anyway? I'm fine. What do you want to talk about? How well, are you? Uh, well, I've
6: been a bit um, bit of a mixed week, actually. Um, one thing, um, well, um, I, met, I met a few listeners the other day while I was at, um, out and about. Where? Um, so... Um, literally, had a meeting and uh, went out for lunch because I finished a project, so I was on the way back. Um, walking past because I knew there was a wrestling show in Manchester. Um, saw a listener outside. who said you're the franchise and um, was talking to them.
2: So, who, 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 who is this person? who is a random person No, You're the you no? no people
6: recognize me in Manchester, listener. Yeah, so um, <laughs> wait, that's-
2: he's wait. kind
1: of a big deal, yeah. So, so you're saying you went for a meeting. And then you went out for lunch. Yeah, And then I was on
6: my way back. I was on my way literally on and my way someone back. Someone that
1: recognized you. Yeah, well, I do get
6: recognized. But then, what was like, their name? I'm, I don't know. I didn't catch your name no, because of the okay, I, I, know, you? I didn't get to this. And then literally I was talking to this person and then um had another listener. Um, literally, I'm not gonna say the name of the person at all, literally being a bit rude, like being a bit negative, and literally like being a bit of a dick person off. Um, I think it's part of the reason why because um I Think he missed, like when I last time first time I saw him he was like he was with his partner and I kind of said something that like misunderstood, but he's been a bit of a dick.
2: What did you so, say? Yeah, um, no, I don't, um,
6: nothing. I've asked them
2: if the they moment. had known any fans. Did you? No, they, oh, no. This is, is, is a, your girlfriend. Has she got any
3: fans? No, no. I recognize <laughs> her. I
2: subscribe to her only fans.
6: <laughs> no, no. I think it was misunderstood what I said to her. I think it was out at Jay Leaf for a show. This was years ago, and um, she misunderstood, and it's like. It was, I said something to her in front of the guy that's like there, and he's just been a bit of a dick. But, um, uh, literally, that kind of beast you don't get from like there, so I kind of let let just try and push it underwater. Anyway, I'm nice to fans, anyone sees me at shows, I always chat to them about wrestling and stuff, and sandwiches. Well, maybe as a sandwich hater, oh, maybe George, that was it, probably. You don't know yeah.
2: people like that in your life.
6: No, sometimes you have that. Maybe that person likes to have enemies or something like. If you're, like maybe a performance analyst or a head teacher or like a nurse or a you, teacher. What? Oh, wait, what wait, wait, stop!
1: What are you talking about? You, saying, this I is a wrestling to... podcast. This isn't your yeah, phone no. in about what
6: you saw no, this no. week. Podcast. Yeah, so I was saying literally. So that's probably the negative. But I like to say thank you to the person I was chatting to anyway. But um, no, I want to talk about a few things actually. The first thing you only like, spoke
1: about I've, three, so you've only got
6: two yeah. left. What? All right. No, I've got quite a few. Um, this week in wrestling history. You've, you you missed one of the most important things—the the first time I met Lawrence. Oh, that is, yeah. That is there we between.
1: go, mate. When we supported Fuzzy. Yeah,
6: and literally it was quite an incorrect great feeling. And then Lawrence got managed to get me a a picture and an autograph with um, Chris Jericho. So I met Mongo, met Goose. That was so I got good, like good a... for
1: you. That was good. Good night, wasn't it? In Manchester. Yeah.
6: yeah. and it's now funny enough that venue still there. It's now a sports bar, and it's turned into a sports bar slash gaming bar as well Ooh. in that same venue. So
1: That sounds yeah. good. I remember that that gig. The sound check was going on, and one of the bands playing, uh, Ash, the test night said, can't hear the singer, mate. And then uh, the, the, the stage manager says, yeah, you're not supposed to. I'm not sure which band that was on that tour, but that definitely happened with one of the bands.
6: Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> that's pretty good. No, um, i was talking about one of the best things that happened this week big match cena came back to raw i thought that was one of the most exciting things i was going to talk about that last week but i completely right. forgot i thought it's pretty good having like this i think this should come out every week and do something like announce
1: something or something like that but- no it's not good having him on the on the, he's getting investigated for possible situations and alleged yeah. things so i don't think he should be coming on the tv and someone saying he's the man this who makes wishes come true it's
3: completely away. tone deaf yeah, but,
6: uh, but you've got to have John Cena back. Uh, you know me, I'm a John Cena fan. i yeah, just have John a Cena player. come out. Not
1: bloody Vince McMahon.
6: Yeah, but um, no, I enjoyed it. It's like, I will enjoyed the new Legacy title, but um, like literally they've put a new Legacy belt, which is quite cool. So one of limited 500, so... Have you I'm, ordered
1: one, or have you got spent all your money on any fans? <laughs>
6: <laughs> I can even confirm a bit more than I. Maybe. It's like, there. well, there's a few, like, Diana Perazo she's got her thingy, so...
1: Have you chipped into oh, that no. one?
6: Yeah. Um but um no, I enjoyed watching that. um well, like, fans. <laughs> what's, fa- what,
1: what's your favorite What's your favourite OnlyFans franchise? I'm I'm not gonna dignify that with an answer. You just have okay, to go. Let,
2: let's say hypothetically, if you hypothetically <laughs> were an OnlyFans subscriber, who would you say has the best hypothetical OnlyFans? <laughs>
6: Well, hypothetically it could be quite a few something like the um, the iconic um inspiration they've got on Chelsea Green, a few others. So yeah. But yeah, but there's quite a few. There's like that on some of that. But um no, I it's like money in the bank. I the thing is like the way with Theory winning, it's like reminds me of what Brock Lesnar did when he cut when he won Money in the Bank. Literally right. came in, and I think one way it's good. But I'm hoping that if they're gonna build Theory, if they put Theory and John Cena at SummerSlam, literally, it might be an interesting match. But I'm hoping that they're gonna build Theory like they uh, did with Edge when he won the case.
1: Right. Okay. Um,
6: yeah, and literally build him up, like make people forget and maybe cash it in something like maybe a Raw Rumble. Or maybe if it was an ideal world, night after Mania, I think that would be, I think that would be one of the perfect times to cash in. Not crashing at Mania, but cashing the night after against Cody. Well, whoever wins it, yeah, and then you can have like, um, yeah, but like literally <laughs> you have a, build a long build with the case because I think you've kind of missing that from the thing. Because sometimes after a while, you're like, it's just an inanimate object. But it'd be interesting because Rome's gonna stay champion for a while. Hopefully, yes, of course, but- yes. So the thing is that if he loses it, or worst case, that happens if um, the Clash of the Castle, they have like um, thing you losing in there, maybe cashing there, maybe that would be like, because the thing is, it's controversy, but the thing is people will be booing him, but people still want to watch the show.
1: That's, yeah i agree i agree no
6: I, I don't think it's there but that's what i that's what i mean it's like that i enjoy i think it's gonna be interesting to see like what they're gonna do next because literally with summer slam like around the corner i think there's some um, there's some interesting fans as like like matches as well but um yeah but it'd be interesting to see that and also like we're saying with rick flair's last match as well it's, it's a bit interesting to not announce an opponent yet against rick flair no, but... what's
1: the, gonna be the man who kills rick flair
3: <laughs> I don't think it's going
6: to be that bad. Bring back Sting for one man, one last match. Come Not on, here. Sting can still go. Old Man Sting versus uh, Rick Flair have a no. WCW rematch. But I think it's quite good because you've got Impact Triple um, A matches on the card as well. So I think that's going to be interesting. I think that could be the pay per view of the
1: quarter. Yeah. Oh Impressive. yeah. Which one? I, Sorry. Pay per view of the quarter. I would say which pay per view? The Rick Flair the Ric one. Flair one. Yeah. Oh. <sighs> Why? But you talking nonsense mate you're talking rubbish i don't know the thing is you want to see
6: it is i think it's built up to be a good paper per view. There's a lot of good interesting matches on the card i think there is and i, I think it might surprise you but sometimes the Rifle has to have a last
1: match so someday what, what, I what be, good matches well, are there on the card then
6: well, you've got the Go impact, you've got the Impact world champion taking on, uh, I think it's the first time MLW star. Um, I can't remember, his name. so you don't even know
1: who's in the match, and you're saying it's going to be. Well, the-
6: I don't know because they've kind of like literally announced the match is far safe, but it, the look is interesting matches on the card. Um, yeah, it's I don't know, it's just I just think it'd be interesting when you got the full card, and then I probably probably I would probably look at it, it
1: on fire. if you spent all your money on OnlyFans? <laughs>
6: Um, and I'll probably now probably I'll probably, run, I'll probably be watching it on the night. I'm only going to watch the probably pay per view, but not the um, not like the package. But if you had the package, then you get the part of the robe or the ring, like ring mm-hmm. skirt. So that's quite interesting how they're doing it there. So you're mm-hmm. kind of getting your money's worth for that pay per view. But um, Mr. Price has said as well, I think he's putting in the chat like um, some of the matches on that card. So he has, yes. Yeah, but I do I think I'd enjoy watching that, but um I was like quite surprised because I thought with Liv Morgan, I would have thought they would have gone someone completely. It's good that she's got the winner I like as well, like the respect that Rhonda has, but there's still like you think it's like I'm saying as well, if she goes to SummerSlam live, the thing is you've got Bailey's not come back yet. She's taking a lot of time off. And yes. like you have seen a picture with Sasha. You've got Charlotte Flair, she she might come back. Or you could have someone like on you on Summerslam, you have a debut. Maybe you get someone in the NXT, because don't forget Great American Bash is on next week, which I'm looking forward to watching. I'm just hoping that um that Mandy Rhodes loses the title and right. um the Mutakes try and literally up to the main roster, because I think that would be a fresh fresh air for um, after SummerSlam to have. That could be interesting, yeah.
1: That yeah. could be interesting. Um yeah, cool. Thanks. Well, thanks for playing in franchise. Look forward. I've the... gone
6: before going. Yeah. Um. No, also, as well, like um, when I was watching Money in the Bank, I did something different. I had a sandwich. Yeah. Before I'm going. I'm going to shock you. I had it on a waffle,
1: so it's a waffle sandwich.
6: Wait, wait, what? Oh, yeah. So, like a waffle,
1: you had a yeah. sandwich on a waffle. What? So you had waffle. No, literally waffle, so then... The waffle was the bread. <laughs> oh,
2: okay. The waffle was the bread,
1: right? Okay. Bread.
6: And I had it with um with some meats. Had lettuce. Tomato, some um plant based bacon. So trying like a n- bit different. And some like um like mix of um ketchup and mayonnaise sauce and some pickles as well. That sounds absolutely disgusting.
2: I was gonna say waffles, I I could just I what? just say saturated fat and carbs.
6: Well, I look after, I try and look after myself at least once a week, I try and have a bit of a cheese. You cheap try day. to look yeah. after
1: yourself by eating waffles, bread.
6: Meat it's, it's plant based a big, it's bacon,
1: big... lettuce, well, mayonnaise, ketchup, bread and waffles. Imagine that well, now. Imagine imagine this. Thing. listeners go and eat that. And that that's well, what a franchise considers looking after yourself.
6: Well, no, see, so, sometimes you've got to have a treat day once in a while, because I got that inspiration while I was watching the Elvis movie earlier on in that week. And I thought oh, as well, because, because Money in the Bank is in Las Vegas, I thought like I'm gonna have like a bit of an Elvis style sandwich. Is
2: that a good bought... the Elvis film?
6: Yeah, it's quite, it's quite good. So it's like that, and then, um, but also as well, the USC fight as well. The next on the same night, as I forgot to some after Money in the Bank, it's quite interesting because you had like the Forbidden Doors as well. You had like Tony Khan and Jim Ross, and then you had like the Vince McMahon, uh, Stephanie McMahon, Triple H, and Pat McAfee. Who I think is a legend, literally. The way when you saw him on the USC fight, literally drinking like a uh, like a little whiskey flask while he was like there. And yeah, Sonic he didn't in. care. Yeah. He's great. Yeah, but I know I thought it's quite interesting. But yeah, I really enjoyed cool. it.
1: Well, yeah. think of so, please let us know any more crazy, disgusting concoctions of sandwiches uh, for next week, uh, franchise. Well, I can't wait to find out what your Rick Flair sandwich well, is going to be.
3: I I,
6: I, I I I've been the fun. I put the fun in sandwiches. Fun.
1: You put the fun in sandwiches.
6: Fun. <laughs> yeah, <this one>. yeah, <laughs> F- yeah, Well, everyone loves like listening to me about sandwiches. Say that guy who probably hates me. Joking, I've looked on the
1: analytics. This is the bit when everyone t- stops watching. Oh, <laughs> rise above the hates. <laughs> Not really, mate. Everyone loves you. Thank you for voting in.
6: I know they do. I, I like bringing I, I anyway. you mean, you, know, you know what? The other girl. day, I
1: was walking around, Tess, and someone was like, Hey, you're that guy from Ministry of Slam. I was like, Yeah, yeah. And do you know who it was, Tess? Who was it? I got. I don't know. Just then, there's another yeah. person. I saw all these people know
3: me no. wherever I go. It's what, amazing. What, I, I,
2: I, I know when people recognise me from the Ministry of Slam Ministry in horror because they normally start throwing tomatoes or any yeah, fresh yeah,
6: fruit
3: at yeah. me. Yeah, That's why i know. i have got one recognized. of those faces
6: that people like. It's like that. maybe just saw my face on the Ministry of Slam page, like with me and um, like me and you, or those years ago, and maybe just recognise my face because i still look still nearly the same from then. As you know, so... You do, someone you...
2: recognise me from a picture seven years ago, I think they're a fucking stalker. Oh, my God. <laughs>
6: <laughs> well, I don't know. Well, you do Ministry of Horror, so... Okay, I hope, I hope, a good point. I hope when you go. talk about you're going to talk about the... Um the Ghostbuster female film, or is that going to, not going to be part of your canon? Well, well, we'll,
1: we're not spoiling it, but that will be a part of the discussion on Tuesday, Franchise. It, it will so.
6: feature, yeah. So there yeah we go. That's why I'm making sure. That's a good thing I want to make sure. Oh, well,
1: we'd love to hear your appearance. Make sure you tune in on Tuesday. So, Franchise, we've got ID. We've got Kenny calling in from Canada. So, thank you for phoning right. in.
6: Happy Canada Day and happy Independence Day to all my American and international viewers.
1: All my American and it... Right, <laughs> for that, you are gone. I'm not having... <laughs> Done. Bye. Bye, Franchise. All my American, internet. <laughs> what is he talking about? Well, here comes Ke- here comes Kenny. He talks nonsense, that man. We love him. Excellent, excellent. All style. my um, international viewers, goodness <laughs> me. I mean, I asked Kenny if he knew about. Hey, Kenny, how you doing? Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show.
0: Hey man, what's up? Kenny, I need hey, to man. ask you before
1: we get into anything about wrestling. Um, I mean, yeah. the franchise seems like he's he's famous everywhere he goes. Had you, had you heard of him before? You found out about Ministry of Slam.
0: Uh, wait, sorry. Repeat that. Have I heard about
1: franchise the franchise, before? yeah. you heard about him before? Because he seems like he's telling everyone he's famous. And he's got
0: international viewers. <laughs> uh, had you heard of him? I'll be honest, I haven't. <laughs> I'm not. Uh, I haven't. But yeah, uh if you, I, 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 I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. I guess he is. I think, I think
1: that's viewers, the yeah. one section of the show is benefit of the doubts calling in. That should be his new name. Yeah.
0: <laughs> 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 you guys are hilarious. Um, yeah, uh, good to see you. So, Te- Tez, as I wrote in the chat earlier, Tez the. De- Human Suplex Machine and Miss Lawrence, I loved you in the Hunger Games. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm joking. I'm just, I'm just Ooh, joking. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence. Yes. Yes. Cool. J-Law. J-Law. You should, yes. you should embrace that. Embrace that nickname because everybody wants here like that. So that's that's why lo- everybody's low-key jealous of Doreen. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. But, um, for, how you uh, doing,
1: man? Thanks for phoning.
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, good, man. Just chilling a little bit of an early start for me today. But, uh, well, now it's the afternoon anyways. But yeah, uh, I never actually got to watch Money in the Bank because I was watching the UFC yesterday. So uh, I I watched the first match earlier. I didn't get to finish it. It's just halfway through the first match. Right. I literally pa- I literally paused it just to watch this show. So you know you know I'm dedicated. You know I like this show. No, I thank you, man. the pay per view. And I'm it. like, let me see what these guys are talking about. I know it's gonna be spoiled. I already got Money in the Bank spoiled. Whatever. I don't really care. But yeah, it, it's it's fun to call in and stuff. So uh, how did you guys like the show? What what was your overall like? Uh, just your overall rating of the show? I how think money?
1: I gave it five and a half. I think Tez gave five it seven and a, and a
0: half. Seven and a half. Okay. <laughs>
2: Seven, seven, seven and a half. i mean i don't really watch a lot of the week-to-week wwe stuff so my expectations are normally low but other than all the promos it was a fun event i thought
0: would you say the 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 chat thinks the women's match was better was the women's or the men's money in the bank overall uh better women's better. it was better okay yeah it was was looking pretty decent when i from what i saw of it but yeah Yeah, it was good it's good okay definitely i'm definitely gonna check out the whole pay-per-view i guess but um yeah what i wanted to ask
1: you what yeah, sorry, go on. That's good. There's a good 45 minutes of nothing happening where you can just skip, fast forward through adverts yeah, and entrances, yeah. man.
0: <laughs> I'm happy I have that WW Network and Sportsnet in Canada. So, yeah, you can just skip over it. No, that's, that's, that's the benefit of watching a show not live. You can just skip yes. all the BS. No, yeah. i do my eight. Exactly. God, I
1: couldn't handle that watching that.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so many adverts. De- definitely a lot of downtime for in between the stuff. It's like PFL yeah. MMA. There's something called PFL MMA in uh, in America, uh, which I've is showing us in here. And they have, it's a big controversy there because they they take freaking 35 minutes between each fight. So if the fight ends within an armbar in two minutes, they'll still wait the whole amount of time to, to start the next fight. Like, it's it's way worse than the, what the UFC does and what Bellator does. Oh, so really? Oh, yeah, that's bad. People watching PFL, yeah, the fights are not very interesting anyway, so people watching it are, like, terribly bored. You have to, like, look at your phone for 40 minutes and oh, then man. come back for the next fight. Yeah, it's horrible, okay. honestly. But- did you guys did you guys see i just wanted to say something funny um the pat mcafee thing yesterday did you guys watch the ufc yesterday or no did you guys catch the main event or the i saw he was no? there i haven't seen the ufc yet um so they showed they showed them a bunch of times and pat mcafee was there it was vince then stephanie then triple h then pat mcafee then nick khan and a couple other execs too they never wow. showed nick khan when they originally showed the four of them they kind of kept nick khan out of the shot but the other shots kind of showed nikon but pat mcafee was sitting there with a neck brace and the whole time, he's just holding his neck crying. Like, I think he's just trying to show that he's hurt. but Selling and the H- Corman attack. Yeah, but Triple H kept going, LB him, saying it's it's okay, it's okay. And it was just hilarious to me because he just kept making a crying face every time the camera was on him. So I thought that was a cool little tidbit that people might have not noticed. I think it's yeah. so funny <laughs> that
1: Vince was there because he used to think UFC was this brutal you know, yeah. sport. He had no
0: interest in UFC at all back in the day, did he? Did you see him nodding his head when he's watching Adesanya? He was just like everybody's kind of out of focus, but like Vince is just in focus, just nodding his head, looking at the fight the whole time, <laughs> nodding his head. It was ridiculous. He's probably like got he was no like... idea what's going on. Yeah, <laughs> he's probably on some meds to help him focus better, which, yeah, probably, yeah. which is fair. That that's, that's all right if you needed to focus, but he definitely was on some Adderall or something there. But, <laughs> um, yeah, he's just nodding his head, looking at the the fight intensely, intently. But another thing I wanted to ask was um uh. Yeah, so a uh, long-term storyline for WWE was, um. do you think the eventual plan, because Roman's the double champ now, Yeah. do you think the eventual plan is to split up the belt and eventually when Cody comes back, they'll have kind of Roman running one section, one show as the champion and then the other, the B show or the B champion, I don't know if it's a B show or B champion, but the other champion would be Cody, so they can return to that two belt system. And it'll kind of be roman as the top dog and then cody as a top dog do you guys kind of see that happening or not i think that's possible Eventually.
1: but at, at the end of the pay per view, when um theory wins uh pat mccaffrey saying this is the second biggest prize in the wwe uh the, <laughs> the, the you know the money in the bank uh you know yeah. says it's just they're saying it's just underneath the you know i think he says just underneath the universal heavyweight championship so like yeah. you know i i guess they are gonna see this briefcase as a as a uh, building platform for theory, um, I don't know if they're going to split the belts up. Raw could do with it, but then if you've got, I-, I just hope they don't do the thing where they have matches for the money in the bank uh, briefcase. That's a bit weird. They should just keep it on one guy. I don't like it when they try and swap it around. Um, yeah. Do you think? Do you think they're going to change it over? I-, I don't know because why did they? Why did they put them together? There must be a reason.
0: What, what about you, Taz? What do you think?
2: Um. <laughs> Uh, It makes sense to have um, two champs on the two shows because I imagine the execs um, for USA and Fox are probably like, well, you know, we bought a show to have a a heavyweight champion. And, you know, it's kind of being shared by a guy that's not there very often at the moment. Anyway, um, I guess it would depend on how they went about story wise, splitting it up. Because if you think if a challenger, let's say Cody, uh, came along to challenge, why wouldn't they challenge for both belts because it would almost yeah. seem strange if they said i'm challenging you roman just for one of your belts so yeah. that sorry to
0: cut you off but that exactly was mentioned on wwe's the bump the, on the sunday edition of the bump which was the pre-show to to the uh pre-show to whatever uh, money in the bank yeah basically uh riddle was on the show with kayla and um, and matt and riddle was like oh uh, if i win the if i win the money in the bank he, he even implied like i don't even care about having both belts if i win the contract i might just take it off, take one belt off Roman, The like cash in the oh. contract to take one belt off Roman. And he kind of said that and he wasn't like really sure, but he kind of implied that that's a possibility. So maybe backstage you're kind of thinking about, hmm, if we do eventually beat Roman or, hmm, if we do want to kind of take one belt off Roman, how do we do it? And that is a possibility, I guess, which is that you could use the money in the bank. And it's like, hey, you can only challenge for one of my belts, which one do you want? And- I'll well right tell now. you what
1: I did like on the paper, which you, which you haven't seen yet, Kenny, was the um ending for how Theory won it. It was Riddle and Theory on top of the ladder's fighting out. And oh, wow. Theory got the best of Riddle. So that's two okay. for one of a better term, well, I guess, yeah, future newer guys. It's not just Drew and Seamus yeah. up there or or Theory getting the better of Seth. It's it's him getting better of, of Riddle. So that's yeah. And the way they've built Riddle has been quite good because he was so annoying. And eighteen months ago, you couldn't even watch him; just turn the TV off. And it wasn't a heel being; a- yeah. it was it was just awful, awful dialogue, awful, awful <laughs> character. But now, you've unless got you're, him- unless you're
0: a stoner from California, you wouldn't yeah, like Riddle. I couldn't exactly. stand it.
1: But now I think he's um he's he's okay. And and having those two on, having them in theory get the better of Riddle was was, a, was a, quite a good element to the end of the match because two new guys, I thought
0: exactly. And that that's kind of like the. The battle of who's who Vince really kind of is behind. I think it's I think Theory's Vince's main guy, right? Because Riddle's obviously being pushed by the company. You can tell and like Randy kind of elevated him to another level, yes. but uh it's clear that Theory's kind of like the, the guy. He's gonna be like the next Cena, which is not like a babyface Cena, probably like a heel Cena. But Theory's that kind of like you know what I mean. That I don't mean to be like a like a, put a racial thing behind it, but you know what I mean. Like a nice young muscular guy, kind of yeah maybe yeah maybe a little bit of a nice complexion blonde here sort of blue eyes kind of look that's maybe what WWE's trying to push but hey yeah. that's up and down, but yeah that's like the the standard flag bird, the standard bird that's what they want to go with right so
1: i think it's a sense. shame with some of the people who are in um a uh in well across both companies if you look how it's worked over the last sort of 18 months you've got like darby with sting how much it raised darby up R- uh, like riddle with randy orton and it, it you know made people be more interested in riddle i guess because uh, yeah it, it really
0: legitimized their name yeah you, you put them with a legend and, you, and you, you understand that hey they're at that level of that legend so yeah they need to do that realize, more like, hey. both
1: companies really because i mean aw do it very well they've done great with derby even jungle Boy for through a point with like christian and and things yeah like that. it's worked well It'd be nice if the fed done it a bit more i feel
0: exactly and aw should do it with a couple other guys who i think deserve it more than jungle jungle boy and stuff like that is like there's guys who are a little bit more skilled than him out there, like R- Ricky Starks is overall more talented than is fantastic because yeah. he has the mic work, he has the mic work down to, to, to a key, you know. So he's good in the ring and on the mic. And then there's guys like, um, like uh, I forgot who else was offended at being left off that um four pillars list that they had. And the people, a bunch of people, when they announced that they were offended by it. Ooh, uh, um, Ricky Starks is one of them. And then there was a couple other guys that are really good and they should be like Scorpio Sky, like that's another yeah, guy, yeah, who's like
1: yeah, he's, he's great too. Ethan
0: Page, Ethan Page, another one, Ethan Page is really like. I, I think Ethan Page should have. Why wasn't he the the replacement in that in that four man match, the All All Atlantic Championship after endure? Yeah. Why wasn't Ethan Page, the Canadian who lost to Miro in the first round? Why not put him in the match? It didn't. It did not make sense. I agreed, agreed.
1: I agreed. I, I That's uh, what I did like on Wednesday, having um Orange Cassidy win a wrestling match with a body slam, building up to that body slam <laughs> against exactly. Ethan Page versus Orange Cassidy was brilliant because winning a match with a body slam. I love it how it's a bit more in depth as a viewer to see. Uh, yeah, AEW. You know, when you watch the Fed pay per view last night or this morning, when I was watching it, it does play down to you as a person who watches any form of entertainment. It speaks down yeah. to you as a viewer. I really feel it does. WWE, AEW yeah. uh, doesn't do that so much.
0: I want to ask you, and I haven't, I haven't really seen it besides the first like half of the match. How was the arena and the crowd overall for all throughout the night? Because it is a smaller venue they had at the MGM Grand Garden Arena, which is like where the UFC used to do their old shows when they were coming up. You know, so it's like a it's we, like a mid level arena, a small level arena. We
1: thought they were piping in the crowd a bit. They were hot for some stuff, but I feel like yeah. they piped in the crowd. Some certain punches yeah. and kicks. Ooh, ah, yeah, yeah. That like,
0: back on.
3: Ah, yeah,
1: they've never cheered for it's clearly that. Clearly piped in. Yeah. Yeah, they never <laughs> cheered for that normally. It's like little punches. Yeah. The crowd just sitting on their hands, but yeah. Oh, this yeah. is awesome! man. this, some of it was legitimate cheers, but I do feel like some of it was piped in,
0: and they've been mm-hmm. doing the that shot, a lot more. I, I like the women's match from what I've seen so far of it, the, the half I've seen. But the shots he botched—I'm at that part right now—and yeah, that is pretty bad. But yeah. it's because they never, they never put put the ladder up properly. They never push down the rung. You know, you, you yes. open the ladder and you kind of make those things flat. They never did that from one side of the ladder. That's why that happened. But yeah, that yeah, could have been ugly. Yeah, it could have been very
1: ugly. It was, yeah. it was
0: ugly anyway. But it could have been uh, ugly, yeah. and she could have got hurt.
1: Luckily, so you, you, guys never, do
0: you guys never you guys never watch the UFC at all? You guys never got to call, catch any of the fights? At the I know Tej not?
1: used to watch it. I, I haven't watched it for, for a long time. I would like to watch a bit more. Yeah. yeah. You I,
0: know what? I, I, I used to be story, a big
2: yeah. fan. Um, I went to see it in London. It was uh, Alexander Gustafsson or Gustafsson when he was uh, yeah. quite big. Um, the Mahler,
0: his nickname was, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Swedish but, guy, the big Swede, yeah.
2: Yeah, the big Swede. Um, and it was a good show. I think for me... what what started happening with UFC and I did stop watching a few years ago so I'm not sure what the product's like now Um, it just seemed to lose a lot of the characters um, and people, a lot of the guys that were coming through just seemed to be a little less charismatic and what seemed to be happening is those guys who were the up and comings that were a bit more charismatic when they became champions you're getting paid so much that you don't need to go full hog, you basically just need to win on the points and that's where I lost interest like I prefer the stand up kicking and fighting or a good submission. I hate it when fights get dragged out just because like, I've got enough dominance in this round by basically just lying on them. So yeah. I've already I... won two rounds.
0: Let me just coach the third round now. That's yeah. yeah.
2: So I, I tapped out of um, of UFC, but I don't know what it's like these days. I haven't really, haven't kept up with it. Is, is, is it
0: better or? Yeah. So one thing I wanted to see was it's what you've listed as the problems, the cons of it, they've turned into pros now. So like um, back then it was a little bit of uh, a lack of star power. Now it seems like they are trying to retain these fighters. The ones that are good, they're trying to keep them now. It's not like, let's get a bunch of good guys in and whoever loses, they're out. It's like, hey, this guy's really good. He might not be the best, but he has a name. Let's kind of build him up and give him some favorable matchups and make him have a name. So I think the UFC's recognized that, that they, were, they didn't ever ha- have that many stars. They've created a bunch of stars now and they try to keep them that way now too. They try to keep them elevated. And another thing about the fights is I heard... This is not confirmed, but I heard the rumor is a lot of firefighters have complained about this too. They only get paid like half their check or sixty percent of their check if they don't get the finish. So Dana's been mad sometimes at cards where they say he's literally not paid them full or not paid them their full uh, amount because they didn't get the finish or they didn't. It's not, I'm not talking about the win bonus, the finish bonus. I'm not talking. I'm not talking about that. I mean literally, you're not getting a full amount of your pay. Guy. Yeah, just to just to increase um people get like he's trying to imply like hey you guys better get the finish or you're not. What do, What do you mean bonus. get the finish? Like uh, submission or KO. Oh, Don't let the fight go to decision. Don't let it go to right, a yeah, or Right. Okay. I'm oh, really decision. so he's yeah. not paying in the full. Yeah. Really? It, that, that's what that's what the rumor is. Because a lot of fighters who have quit the company or who are low level fighters are saying that it's like we don't even get. They don't say his name, but they say we don't even get paid fully if we don't get the finish. Right. So that's okay. kind of like maybe he's gotten fed up with the, how many decisions there's People's lack of willing willingness to get a, uh, to get a finish. So he just wants people to you put that, you put that in and people actually are getting more finishes. Now the UFC has a way higher finish percentage than it did back in the day. So that's definitely a benefit of it. But the thing is it's, it's, it's interesting it's very fun to bet on i imagine all the the odds makers are they love the draft kings they make so much money off it yeah all the bookies they love it for sure it's like the number one thing to bet on i literally bet on it for fun i bet on every fight even if i don't like the fight or don't really know about it i'll still bet five or ten for fun and the ones i know about it i'll bet more but you bet on wrestling now draft kings and all that sort of stuff can't you which is awesome the one thing i wanted to say which is like for people like you guys and like in general people who cover wrestling is like i know you guys don't really like mma or ufc anymore i guess but the thing is like MMA fans and pro wrestling fans are like one and the same. There's a big overlap of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, I have a feeling like a lot of people when they talk about MMA, they kind of hide their pro wrestling fandom, and when they talk about pro wrestling, they kind of hide their MMA fandom. It kind of works both ways. Like, oh, it's not, the, it's not. It's, let's not talk about that here, I guess. But the thing is, I think there should be more like channels that cover wrestling or channels that cover MMA that do both. Like, I'm not saying it's you guys or, or someone else, but I'm saying in general, I think the communities kind of could come together because there's such a similarity between them. So someone could start a, a channel which they cover MMA half the time and pro wrestling half the time, which is like something I've thought about myself personally, but like just putting it out there. Oh, I
1: agree. Like, I agree. I think I I think as a I've done the Ministry of Slam originally started when I first went on, but but good sort of ten years ago. Um, it was it was in another incarnation oh, wow. before, and it sort of it disappeared a few times over the course of um time. It's you know it's been back now for eighteen months. Um, mm-hmm. and back then I feel like UFC was quite a hot topic. It, I mean there was a lot of people with brock there and then it, of course it turned into connor and and um you know ronda and all these things and i saw a lot of information you know like the ronda holly home fight and all that sort of stuff. i was into it and i would be interested to see who would win these fights but i feel like now and i don't know why because i do listen to some other like you know um uh, 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 wrestling podcasts and things like that sometimes and yeah and and you know there's not so much talk about um the mma or ufc so mm. um I I used to really like um the
2: reality show the ultimate fighter like you know I I got a bit of a guilty pleasure for some reality uh yeah you know, slockiness um <laughs> but I used to like the earlier seasons especially with some of the cool coaches coming in you know just saying, seeing how they interact and you know the, the brock season um but a couple of years back when I I had what's BT Sport over here which uh WWE went to and it had UFC or has UFC
0: yeah till Z, yeah
2: yeah, and I saw that they had some newer seasons on, and I thought, oh, okay, cool. I did used to enjoy this, you know, because you'd sometimes get some really good fights because they they want to get signed, so they're going for it. Yeah. Um, but it just it seemed, uh, I I don't it, it had a completely different sheen to it. Like the whole style of it seemed more, I don't want to say Kardashian, because obviously not the fights, but just the the format, like having them talk uh, these little interviews where i I don't know how to describe it but the whole aesthetic of the show
0: yeah it wasn't the same as before it definitely got the ultimate fighter got worse uh, as the years went on they recently took a break from it for about five years and they rebooted it last year so the one that's currently going on now is the two women's uh 145 champion and the challenger amanda nunes and then the girl that beat her that's that's the one going on right now it comes on every tuesday at nine uh that's 2 a.m for you guys but yeah, I, guess, you can I watch guess, it every Wednesday, but it's, it's I guess actually pretty
1: good. The difference okay, for me sorry. now is that I don't pay for a TV license over here, so I don't, I don't want to pay for it. So I'd have to pay yeah. for. Is there like USC fight Passers the, there? Yeah, the,
0: yeah, it'll be on a streaming service for sure. Fight yeah. Pass or USPN+. Plus. Yeah, that's the only way, pretty much. But um, uh, the. Yeah, it's actually interesting that they brought it back and it's doing mildly successful, but Tez, if you want to fight, watch fights where they are really, the old kind of ultimate fighter style fights where they're really mm-hmm. bringing it because they want to get signed, there's a new show called Dana White's Contender Series, it's okay. on ESPN plus and it's, it's like the replacement of the old ultimate fighter in, in a way, which it's like, basically it's a guy's trying to get into the UFC and it's a full fight card, five cards, five fights Ooh. on a card. It comes on, it's only for two hours on Tuesdays and it only comes on seasonally. So it'll come on for two months at a time and it'll stop. So they've oh. done a bunch of them now. It's called Dana White's Contender Series. And it's just, if you win, you're in the UFC. If you win and you get a finish, you get your UFC contract a $100,000 or whatever Dana whatever <laughs> wow. is. He loves those so finishes. That's what it is. That and yeah, th- cool. those, those fights are really good. So Dana White's Contender Series, definitely check that out. You'll see a lot of young guys getting finishes on that on that fight, in that, in that card. So that's, oh, that's, that's cool. where the, all the good, oh, yeah. the good finishes are nowadays. Yeah, trust me. That's, that's, that's a good show to check out if you like MMA. And actually, like they, they might not have big names, but they bring the action every time. That's, that's a good series to watch. That's what oh, I mean.
1: Yeah. The thing is, the names wouldn't be um, a thing for me. I'd like to see the action.
2: Well, yeah, man, exactly. Franchise in the chats um, pointed out something good, actually, which I, I'm aware of, but I always forget when it's on, The um, Bellator pay-per-views are shown here in the UK. And I guess a lot of those bigger names from the years gone by in UFC, a lot of them do seem to be in Bellator. I saw, oh, God, I can't remember his name at all. He's a uh, Brazilian guy that uh, used to fight in, like, a karate gi. Uh, Machida?
0: yeah Mishida,
2: yeah Yeah, i think yep. he's in bellator so I, I i definitely do need to it's a it's a sport i want to get back into but i just i'm the sort of thing where i need to see a, a current fight that i think oh damn that's excellent i'm gonna watch this more more regularly yeah. you should watch
0: bellator Honesty too because if it's available there I, I we get it free here in canada on youtube so we don't have to pay oh, wow the americans oh, pay for we just get it for free on youtube the pay-per-views yeah all the international crowd i think they get it for free on youtube in general but yeah, it's, it's interesting. A lot of the older UFC guys ended up in Bellator. It's funny you mentioned Machida because he just lost his last fight there. He's a little bit older now. He lost his last fight, and then he, I think he kind of retired. I think he kind of just, in his last fight, he kind of, like, gave up now. He's like, I'm done now. Yeah, he's but, not, the same, so not the same. It's, it's funny again. you mentioned them because if you if you kind of switch over to it now, you kind of catch all those UFC guys on the tail end of their career. So maybe yeah. you kind of, it'll be kind of special for you too because you, you remember some of those names, right? So I guess... Uh,
1: no, we do get an M- MMA league thingy here which is has Lillian Garcia as the ring announcer Mr. Oh, Price has wow. said. that's the one
0: that's PFL that was the one I was talking about where they oh. have a lot of breaks oh, yeah. in between that's PFL MMA yeah she, it's funny it was on Friday they had a PFL I made good money off that one too for betting I used bet 365 which is based out of the UK actually yeah, that's a cool little fact but um <laughs> uh, P- uh, P- PFL MMA was um uh, Lillian Garcia who's the announcer for it actually left midway through the main card because her voice she lost her voice oh, <laughs> so no. the, oh, so dear. the announcer who's like a not a very passionate gentleman kind of a monotone voice he had to take over for the announcements the rest of the the rest of the show so oh dear, okay, hey, I hated that fighting out of the blue corner blah blah blah. Uh, out of the that's all he, like he said it so in such a monotone voice i was like oh bring lillian back out come on man. i've always uh, thought
1: i'd be a good ring announcer <laughs>
0: Yeah, you. I think you would. The way you do some of these introductions and these voice things, yeah, you're you're good at that. You have that.
1: I'd, I'd be, I'd be alright at that. I think I'd, I think yeah. I, I wouldn't mind trying to do that a little bit.
0: <laughs> but, yeah, but, yeah It'd be fun. I, ha- I have dreams of bringing boost buffer too. Sometimes, sorry. Me <laughs> too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to be him announcing the fighters. I
1: <laughs> I'd have to get my haircut. Um. Yeah. Th- 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 thanks for uh, calling in, Kenny. Great to have yeah, you calling in again. Always it was... great to connect awesome yeah, and very really entertaining as usual guys yeah. cheers mate thank you very nice much time. have a good week yeah. and hope to speak you to you next week cheers dude bye bye yeah, yeah
0: dude. take care bye cool
1: bye. there you go tez that was kenny calling in all the way from canada that's good awesome yeah it's a good show mate very busy busy in the chat room craziness craziness always going on and it's good MS yeah. is growing and growing we've got a lot coming up this week tez what have we got coming up on the front so we got there so much tez there's
3: just
2: so too,
1: much so much stuff so dude
2: so tomorrow uh you get you get a double bill of me on the network um so i took a little week off of gaming last week but tomorrow we are returning with the quarry i think things are going to start popping off on it it's a it's an interactive horror game with insane graphics and a lot of uh, you know kind of hollywood actors in it but I, it, it feels like from the last time we played it we've done like three hours of build-up things are going to start kicking off now or i hope they do at least um that's going to be a lot of fun and then at nine and that's 7 p.m uk time tomorrow Following that, 9 o'clock, I have a pre-recorded, but I'll, I'll be in the live chat, a pre-recorded uh, little video about Stranger Things. Season 4, chapters 8 and 9, full spoilers. Full spoilers. So if you haven't seen them, don't don't watch it yet, but you can catch it on demand, uh, you know, later on. There's a big spoiler chat on the finale, Stranger Things. And then tomorrow, our franchise says test equals ratings content take creation machine <laughs> i'll take that um and then uh tuesday ministry of horror the latest in the horror news in the world of horror i've uh, got some reviews including the remake of slumber party massacre <laughs> which just is probably as good as it sounds um and then my guest for the show is uh on screen with me and on audio right now and he has uh, ecto one
1: no, Tez, Ecto-1A, come on, uh, quite oh, frankly, sorry. Tez, if I'm going to go onto, onto a podcast where I'm talking to you about Ghostbusters and you don't know the difference between Ecto-1 and Ecto-1A, I am not going on, quite frankly, not going on oh that dear. show with you. I cancel oh my, I cancel, I feel very, very offended, very this offended. is
2: the, This is where I've been, I get cancelled, isn't it? This is the dark moment in my content creation career. Who's this then, Tez? Um, that is, um. was that, Peter Engman?
1: It is Peter Venkman. That's Peter Venkman. It's it great for podcasts. I was going to say Ernie Hudson. <laughs> <laughs> well done, podcasters. But uh, then, that's good. I can't wait to go on Mr. Horror to talk about Ghostbusters, my favourite film franchise ever. We're, like, yeah, we're going to oh talk. Oh god, I love it.
2: We're going to talk the the first two films. We're going to touch on the real Ghostbusters and even the the reason why it's called the real Ghostbusters, mm, which yep. some fans may not know. Uh, Extreme Ghostbusters, which I loved. We are going to. Yes. We are going to touch on the um, Ghostbusters Answer the Call, I think was the subheading, and then also Afterlife and discuss the future. So really all things Ghostbusters. Um, there's something
1: strange in the neighbourhood, who are you going to call Ghostbusters, quite frankly? Yeah,
2: well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's it. That's what <laughs> They're this... professionals in the field. <laughs> yeah, I,
1: I can't wait. I can't wait to talk about Ghostbusters. I do enjoy Ghostbusters, Tez. It's, uh, I can, and like I said, I'll do a reenactment of my giddiness about going to see Afterlife. I was literally yeah. giddy. Yeah. Uh, that evening, Still, I could zone back to. That. I was so excited! I was definitely more <laughs> excited about seeing that than uh, Bobby Lashley versus Theory oh really <laughs> <laughs> yeah sorry sorry guys but um oh god it was amazing but dude that was a great show we got and then we got lots of that's out and then we've also got turning is going out on the podcast feed as well this will be in the podcast feed on monday morning so if you haven't if you only really just joined us download uh, the ministry of slam search the mis network on all the podcasts you can get this this show up on apple and spotify and amazon podcasts and it, all the other shows go into the podcast feed and then and then turning is where bericles will be reviewing starcade 88 with dave on the uh on the podcast feed and also goes up onto youtube as an audiograms there's a lot of stuff coming and i'll probably be playing some red Dead redemption on um so wednesday as well or something so come and just say hello in the chat remis we've got a good community guys the community is growing of course we had four guys as well yes which was great as well on, on saturday night come and join our discord here's the link guys if no one's joined the discord yet you're very very welcome and podcast listeners, please to also join the discord and guys thank you very much for checking out mr we've gone over three hours again tez Oof. Three hours of that in m s Arena. My God. <laughs> a con- the MOS Network is a content creation uh, juggernaut now. We're going to reach one point where there's
2: like a WWE pay-per-view on a Saturday and then like a, a AEW pay-per-view on a Sunday. And we're just going to end up doing just a weekend of streaming. It's going to be crazy
1: it's it's mad and we even do extra stuff like you played football manager and i played and we play four guys i night. it's crazy yeah. stuff but um guys thank you so much for checking out the show and uh great to have all of you here loads of new people in the chat and really really cool so great the show's growing it's very really, really cool for both of us uh in it tez it's, uh awesome i'm very awesome. much enjoying it and uh, positive vibes to every single one of you guys who check us out and spend some time with us uh in podcast form or on youtube or anything um, we really really appreciate it guys so uh thank you very much uh cheers tez Thanks, Lawrence. We will see you guys on the flip-flop. Goodbye. Bye.
0: Restoring the balance of pro wrestling radio. Ministry of Slam Radio Show.